So I've come across a new kind of um, like bridge to cross kind of in my life. Like, All right. All right. So I want to paint this picture for you. Um, I like sour cream chips, like sour cream and onion. Okay. Or sour cream and cheddar. I like sure. those too. Um, I might prefer the sour cream and cheddar, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably there with you. Okay. So I like a lot of like sauces and dips that also use sour cream. Fair. But I've never had sour cream by itself. Really? Mm-hmm. So let me stop you there. Yeah, please. I think people that have sour cream by itself are fucking maniacs. <laughs> Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Like, if you just get a spoonful? No, 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 no. You mean no, no, you mean no. you never had a baked potato with sour cream on? Correct, or okay. a taco with a sour taco. cream on it. Um, but yeah, you are right. If you just had taken the spoonful of sour cream, I got this. Is... I, we have the squirt one. I just take a <laughs> take a hit, take a hit. Um, so uh, that's kind of um, something. That, that, that's the background information to this, right? Okay. Here's the thing. I think I probably would like it. Like on a taco, like I don't eat okay. potatoes really, but like on a taco, I probably would like it. I might even like like dipping a French fry in it because I tend to, as I as I come to find out, I tend to like sour cream. But at this point in my life, at forty, at forty, long in the tooth, at this point in my life, will it enrich my life all that much to go down that road, or is it just another potential thing to make me fat? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like if I had never had a Twix. Right. But I've always liked caramel and cookies and chocolate, but I never actually had a Twix. At this point, do you mm-hmm. even try it? Or do you just your life or do, you know, does it make your life that much better to have it? Or have you now just introduced a new, a new way to be temptation? Fat. So I don't think sour cream inherently is going to make you fat. I don't think No, I don't, it's working in concert. <laughs> it it would be. It would be. And I'll be honest with you, like Given the option, I don't. I don't get sour cream on tacos. I think it's. Let me say this: if someone prepares me something, mm-hmm. I'm. Mm, I can't think of a time where I wouldn't eat it because mm-hmm. I eat basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. If I if I have a, you know sour cream is available for tacos, like if we have taco night, I usually don't put sour cream. Right. It seems to take away from the other flavors, in my opinion. Yeah, it is dominant. But I like on a baked potato. Mm-hmm. Like we had Kelly made uh, baked potatoes and, and cooked some steaks last night. Ooh, it was good. Nice. But yeah, sour cream, baked potato all day long. Yeah. So I, I, I'm fortunate. That's the one thing I feel like I'm fortunate in is that like I don't like potatoes. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't like them at all. Like I like a French fry as mm-hmm. and, and not like a fat French fry, like a wedge. I'm out. Yeah. Like as long as it's like just a little bit of potato and a good amount of fried, um, I'm usually in. But like. Uh, this is kind of like a forest for the trees thing, I think, here for you. Yeah. Or maybe the other way around. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, is, like, I, I'm grateful because, like, it would just be another vice. But, like, every time <laughs> I look at Mac, like, there's two foods that every time I look at, I always think, God damn, that looks good. Let me try it one more time. Okay. And I'd never like it. And that's mashed potatoes like when somebody's really dolled it up with like the 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 butter pool in the middle and <laughs> right, you know right. what i mean like there's like maybe some garlic a little like the little green flecks mm-hmm. you know what i mean really dolled it up and then um uh like your traditional american like pork ribs like every really? yeah every time i look at them I'm like god 
damn, that looks good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna this time. I'm gonna try, but it's too fatty. It's too fatty for me. Like hmm. I hate the texture. Okay, the, the, I, I know exactly that texture. Yeah. which it's delicious, delicious <laughs> pork fat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. In mashed potatoes, is it a texture thing? Yeah, I think it's like, I, yeah, I need, I need something in it. It's like too mushy. It's like you know, it's like I, I don't eat oatmeal. It's, is it too? Is it too mush of the same thing, Bobby? There's not enough variety in it. Too, maybe, too mush of the same. Thing. Maybe I think I'm. I slid I, by the first it did, time. It did. It did. It did. It, did. it actually like, almost slid by me the second time. It wasn't until I was getting ready to repeat it myself. Um, but it's like, it's it's, it just it's just it's like a mushy paste of potato. It's just not that, for that's, me. I mean, that's literally the definition of, of what it is. <laughs> I know my mom. I grew up on mashed potatoes, and you know we Kelly makes them pretty regularly. Sometimes, even the instant ones, I think are good. So here's where I can't eat a potato, it, but it ends up just basically becoming a fucking chip. But like every now and then, my wife will make like uh, rosemary potatoes mm-hmm. and like cut them real thin, yes. and then um, like all gratin almost, but not without the without the sauce. I, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Bake like them, a, a yeah, oven baked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real yeah. thin, super seasoned and marinated, mm-hmm. and like. Then I then it's like eating like a potato chip, right? Um, but yeah, I, so anyway, I just I, I like uh, there's a number of things at this point where I'm like, man, do I even fuck with this? Like, do I even go down that path? Is it like it's not like like if 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 you had never had like a a, a, a really nice like like fil- like fillet steak mm-hmm. or t bone or porterhouse or um, ribeye or something like that. I think you just named all the steaks. Yeah, but like not like not like <laughs> not like the flank. You know what I mean? Not like the, <laughs> right. Not. Not the peasant shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, if, if some of that sooner cut shit. But you know, if I if I came across someone that had never had that, right? You know, but was like trying to live a healthy life. I'm like, man, this one is probably something that's worth it. You know, you can't eat steak all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like the red meat and shit. But like, this is probably worth it to treat yourself to every so often to, right. to experience it. I'm not sure if sour cream falls into that pocket. And there's a few other things. I'm not. I'm not sure if F40 it's worth. There's another thing I've noticed at 40 also. I don't think women hate me as much anymore. <laughs> you think you're less threatening? Is that I, th- I think it's that like <laughs> I'm entering, I'm entering, I'm beginning to enter a phase where the things that I say, women are finding less abrasive and more cute because I'm old. <laughs> Like, like, so let me explain. Like, um, my wife has often said, like, when we, when I've, when we've had this discussion, or I think it came up in a Q and A one time, and they're like, "Why do you think that that often women feel this way about mm-hmm. him?" And she was like, "Because he often speaks to women like he's not trying to fuck them." Like, That's in, true. I in, mean, you speak to women like you speak to men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, she's like, and most women are just—they're not used to being spoken to that. But way. I think that, I think that's changed. You know, as the years have gone by. That, yeah. That. You know, in a workplace, for example. Yeah. It's, yeah. You yeah, talk to everybody yeah. the same. Or you try your best to. Well, yeah, except in my workplace. But yeah, we I still do. But like I just um I th- I think that like at this point when I say like crazy shit, um so, so I'll give an example. Um I was in a uh a, a social gathering, uh under ten people officer, that um had a, a young lady in it. Okay. And she is a uh she works in the medical field. And 
uh, she was dealing with a person who was on at least alcohol to a ridiculous degree, but quite possibly had a few other things on board. And this person grabbed her ass. Like, uh, and actually, uh, like, I think that, well, I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn, but she, they grabbed her, grabbed like full hand on cheek. Like, not like a little, like, almost got it, or I oh, got a little bit of it, but like, as much as you could grab in one handful, got that much. And she had never had anything like that happen to her, and she said she flipped out a little bit. Like, like get your fucking hands off. You know what I mean? Like, sure. she lost a little bit of control. And, uh, you know, and like, so people are like, oh, you know, that's, oh, that sucks, and, you know, people are shitty, and, you know, all the kind of mm-hmm. normal things sure. that you say. And I was like, and then she was like, yeah, you know, but she, you could tell, I, in my head, I was like, she's trying to get over it. I was like, well, you know, at least your ass isn't trash. You know what I mean? Somebody wanted to have a handful of it. <laughs> and I and I said it, you know, of course, joking. Of course, it's a terrible thing to do for a fucking sure, not a fucking animal. You know what I mean? But um, but she laughed, and I feel like in that same situation five years ago, it had been like I would have got an eye roll or a or one of those numbers. Um, I just feel like I'm entering. I don't know. I'm kind of embracing these 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 things. I'm noticing as turning this page in my life, and. I'm really digging it, a lot of it. I'm not That's digging good. shit like I've got a new back pain. I was telling mm-hmm. you about it. I'm not digging that yeah. at all. Um, I get really sleepy around th- 2 30, 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, uh, chairs are now potential threats for falling asleep. Uh, if it's a comfortable chair in the afternoon, I'm like, man, I might fall asleep in this chair if I don't get up and get moving. I tell you, I, uh, I got a new office chair this week. Mm hmm. And um, that whole game has changed, I think, because of everybody working from home. Like, this is a Beautyrest brand chair, mm-hmm. like the Mattress Company. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a big boy chair, too. It's a mm-hmm. big and tall chair. <laughs> Up to 400 pounds, Bobby. So nice. I've even got some flex room there. But it's very, like, uh, yeah. Bring on the sour cream. <sighs> sour cream and fat boy chairs, man. It's good to go. Good to go. Hey, I like what you're doing. I, I see you, Bobby's made some changes here in the in the yeah. in the broadcast studio. I like your IDW shelf. That's very nice and tied together. I like that. It looks good. Yeah, I've been making a few changes. So like, um, it's really coming down to this office, right? Upstairs, um, right? So my office upstairs. We're trying to find something that works, and it's so fascinating. I'm glad you. So we uh we all. So first of all, welcome to Nerd Rage Radio, episode 288, I believe. Uh, unfortunately, Joe couldn't make it. Joe was only off the two days that I work this week, so it just unfortunately couldn't and, couldn't happen. And it didn't snow, so I was able to come. Correct. Otherwise, it'd been a really lonely show. Right. Um. <laughs> but, but uh. The um we we got together this weekend for uh, another dinner um and it was Joe's turn to provide the the food so Joe and Krista provided uh, Korean barbecue ribs uh, chicken and pork yep um and it was delicious yep I, I had I had the leftover pork and potato salad for for lunch yesterday I really like uh, great stuff I really like these dinners mm-hmm. like I think like like. And I, I asked Joe a question during that dinner that I, I was I was tempted to say we should probably record this to add in somewhere, mm-hmm. but I made a conscious decision not to because I think it's good to get together and not have it be about content, right? Like, just to enjoy each other's company, catch up on maybe shit you wouldn't say on air. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I think that shit. I think there's there's real inherent like 
bonding and, and merit and value to those. And I, I, I wish they happened more frequently. But I, like once a month to me, I'll settle for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the food was fucking delicious. Uh, I stayed up way too late. Yeah, I didn't. We got in the car. I'm like, oh, shit. It's 11. I had no idea yeah. that it was that late. That's what happens when you fucking come over. It's when he gets off work and gets home at right, 7. Right, because we didn't eat till like 8. Right. So it was like... And I know that's like bedtime for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm well, <laughs> we, nor- we normally eat between 7 and 8 most of the time. So it was right on, on time for us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was delicious. Uh, just some good conversation. Good, good talk. So the, the question that I asked Joe for the listeners was... And and you had seen the Twitter feed, which was actually interesting because mm-hmm. yeah. that was something. If, if you would have asked me, like what Chris would have been, you know, seen that I, I did, day, I, 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 I saw a link. It. I saw a link too. I did. I'm, I'm not on Twitter like that. Like I, if somebody sends me something, I saw somebody had posted somewhere. And I surface skimmed it. So Rob Liefeld made a statement on Twitter that said, "I created Deadpool. I gave him his origin. I gave him his motivations. I created his costume. Anybody that said anything different is attempting to rewrite history. Something. I'm I'm pretty close mm-hmm. verbatim. Um, I don't know what that spawned from. I don't know if well, it didn't spawn. Of course, it young blooded from something, perhaps." <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, you saw the twinkle in my eye. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. Uh, but I don't know what that where that came from. And I, 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 there was one person in there that tagged Ryan Reynolds in it, and then he was like, "I'm a fan of Ryan Reynolds," and he said, "Oh, I know. I just want him to see it." So I don't know if Ryan Reynolds said something, um, or if it was uh, Fabian and Kelly, because uh, they're both kind of super responsible for for fleshing out who that character is. Right. A lot of people. In that, it, so and that's like the the conversation piece of it, right? Is like, who created it? Who did create Deadpool? Like you could say who drew him for the first time. You right. could say who created his suit. Mm-hmm. You can say who cre- gave him his name. I mean, based on the way those contracts were set up back then, the whole reason Image got started is um, Marvel Comics created that character. <laughs> I mean, and that's unfortunately how the the you know I don't think those guys are getting paid off Deadpool. I don't think I, I would seriously. I, I don't doubt think it. Liefeld gets a gets a, a penny point. every time that they uh, they show it. the movie on TV. But I, I I it got me thinking like we should probably change the way we see this stuff. Like you know Bob Kane and Bill Finger, you know Bill Finger mainly, but they created Batman, <laughs> right? But probably just as much, if maybe a little more, than Frank Miller did. You know, mm-hmm. and, and Neil Adams and sure. uh, Jeff Loeb and a number of people that have come along and touched that character and kind of helped shape him into what we know. Yeah. That character, the character, the Batman that I love has little to anything to do with Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Exactly. You know, and probably the same for Joe. Actually, I can say because he said it, you know, same for Joe and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, obviously, I know what Rob Liefeld is trying to say. Um, but I know what everybody else is saying too. Like it's, yeah. it's not as simple as that. You know, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like it's more truthful to say, like I created the name in suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the character got to, to, to get it to the level of where it was in, in popularity, you mm-hmm. know, how many writers did it go through to yeah. get to that? You know, yeah, and and how people recognize that character, you right. probably got to throw the fucking movie people in. Mm-hmm. You got to throw uh, Reynolds in, probably. You know, like like as far as how people view that character and and who that character is today, 
there's a lot of hands in that pot, as yeah. it should be. Yeah, I that's mean, what I, makes it great. I'll tell you, I knew Deadpool from New Mutants '98 mm-hmm. or whatever, and honestly, had never picked up another piece of Deadpool fiction ever. Um, it just wasn't ever on my radar, right? So, you know, when the movie comes out and he's this slapstick guy, I was like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't get it at first, but I'm like, oh, okay, I, I see what's happened here. They've mm-hmm. created this this character here, and, and it made sense to me, and then that's fine. But to say, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a Let's let's say that uh, let's say that young blood had taken off. Yeah, um, you know it, but, it took off in my heart. Chris. It took off. Well, in my there's heart. one place. <laughs> let's say that it had taken off, but over the years, there you know it had, it had gone from this real serious dark pouches everywhere to this you know almost family dramedy. Right, right. Liefeld created the characters, but you know it, it's gone through a hundred different writers yeah. and artists over the years, and yeah. now it's you know it's an episode of Modern Family. Yeah, I mean. And I mean, I, I think that like it, it's almost the same with everything. I, I don't even think that like there's anything that's been around that like it, you know you, you can lay the the creation and everything at at the feet of one person, right? You know, right? Like people come along and they touch it and they mold it and they add their sauce to it, and now it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where it's just funny that I never applied it that way, but I think it's kind of where. I catch a beef with like Hasbro and third party in a way where I'm like, you don't own this. And I think the, I mean, obviously on paper, they own it contractually, they own it. But like so many people have come along and touched Transformers as a franchise that like, yeah, Hasbro owns it legally, but so many people are responsible for it. It's bigger than what Hasbro owns. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah, but no, here neither here nor there. That's a whole another ball of wax. I wanted to see. There was one other thing I wanted to mention before uh, we got into Nerd Weeks. Uh, sour cream, women like me now, and no, I think that's I think that, and then and then the dinner, which I do enjoy. And we're gonna do uh, di- I think uh, pizza next, uh, and I, uh, Phil wants to be present for that. So nice. I'll, I'll reach out to well, Phil. like I've we've got we've. We've got all the ingredients to try out our recipe that we want to, to run with. And like I told you, I'm not going to tell you what it is yeah, until, yeah, yeah. Close, until we get it. Because it, it, it's a two-day process, and it could, can be tricky. So we want to perfect it a couple times and beforehand. Like, I, so I like, I like even that part of it. Like, uh, that like Laura and I are like working on shit. Like, oh, man, I'm, we're gonna, we got to do this for the... Well, yeah, it's almost—it's almost like a, you gotta—you gotta come—you gotta come with it now, you know. I love that shit. So, Chris, how was your nerd week? Well, you know, it's funny. I I wasn't here last week, and, and my, it's a pitiful amount. I don't know. I I've just been working. My my job's been pretty nuts. Um, you know, uh, obviously it's all telework, but it's still just very busy. Um, and just grinding away on diorama stuff. And uh, I did I did do some stuff. I I bought a new VR game called Red Matter. Uh, it's you are sometime in the future. Going to one of the ju- moons of Jupiter. Mm, that's one does it, in the future. Sure. And whatever organ you're with the, I guess, whatever America is at this point. And this is a, I don't remember what they call them, but it's the Russians. Uh-huh. They have an outpost and nobody's been answering signals for months or whatever. So they send you alone <laughs> 
to this place. And there's a bunch of puzzles you have to, and it's a, it's a short game. It's only like three hours. A lot of these right. VR games, that would be most people's complaint is they're not very long. It's it's like thirty bucks. Right. I mean, it's replay value. You could do it several times, I suppose. I don't think the puzzles change. I'm still but, looking forward to trying it out. Yeah, but it, it it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I made myself a little a little motion sick. Um, one time, so I had to put it down. But it's you could play through it in one sitting. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I was looking at uh, other things they make for VR, and, and and I saw there's a a vest you can get. It's almost like a almost like a safety harness, uh-huh. but it's got haptic feedback. So like if you get shot, oh it nice, like 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 uh like the Bugs Life at Disney World. Exactly. Yeah, like there you go, there you go, something like that. <laughs> I just don't know how that the VR headset works with. Mm-hmm. You know how do, how does it know what to do? I I don't I just don't know the ins and outs of that. But I I was looking at those on online and <laughs> my social media ads became back braces. <laughs> I'm like y'all fuck this one up. <laughs> Close. I just thought Close. I, I just thought that was funny. You're in the ballpark. Yeah. Um. So I uh, am rewatching the uh, I don't know the DCEU movies. I watched Man of Steel. Uh, I hadn't seen that in years. Rewatched. I watched Man of Steel again. And oh, it's great. It's yeah, great. It's really good. Um, and I've about halfway through BVS. I've got the super long cut, and yeah. it's like I'm gonna fall asleep. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy, you know, yeah. falling asleep on movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a tough life. It's a buzz yeah, life. But it's you know, I don't know. I just paying more attention to it. I guess although I've seen it several times, um, I've, I think I've only seen the extended cut one other time. But just you know, Bruce's whole angle in there with being there when everything falls apart, yeah, is is pretty pretty interesting stuff. And the intricacies of Lex's plot mm-hmm. are pretty fascinating. But like, so I think that that movie. Let me say this: when I saw it in the theater, it was a six. When I saw the uncut, it was an eight. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Let me also say because of how intricate that plot is, and it really is uh, like a house of cards. And when the studio came in and took one card, let alone seventy-five minutes of cards or whatever it was, right? I can see how it completely falls apart. Sure. Um, but I say all that to say this: I totally get why general audiences don't care for it. It's not a superhero movie in the in the tradition of superhero movies. It's something else. And I like it, mm-hmm. um, but I get like as I was watching it, I was like, if I was a person that came to see Batman, a movie called Batman versus Superman, I can see why I would walk out of this upset, right? You know, um, but like I, I had a, a, a shout out to Inhaled Farts, I believe is his. Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar. Okay, yeah, okay, he's around. So like. Um, I, I had a conversation with him on on Instagram briefly. I, I try not to get too much in like text debates because there's so much lost in tone and yep, nuance, yep. and and it just never leads to much of anywhere. But like, um, you know, and talking to him about it, one of the things he said was like he didn't like Lex Luthor's. So and, and I, but I had to respond to that like because I felt the same way until I started really wrapping my head around like this is Lex Junior. Mm-hmm. It's not Lex Luthor. Right, Lex Luthor would have been a problem for Batman in his prime. Lex Jr. is the next generation of of villains coming. And in the comics, Lex Luthor is a nut. Yeah. Like, you know, he's not all together like his dad was. So when I wrap my mind around that, it's, it's disappointing for me that Superman is encountering this this world at this point in mm-hmm. his life. Right. Um, but, I mean, you know, uh, it looks like we only – this 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 universe is going to be very short-lived anyway. So. It looks like it, based on, we'll on talk about some that news we have. Yeah. Um. And keeping in the Superman pocket, uh, it's, I don't, 
I, I guess is a necessity of something to watch, and I have access to it, is I watched the first pilot, the pilot episode of Superman and Lois, which is the new CW universe. Correct. Is that the same actor that played him in the I don't know. crossover stuff? Because his suit's different. I don't know. I never watch any of that shit. It, it's an interesting take on the story. So just the setup is Lois and kids. Right. So Lois and Clark, and they give you a quick, like, it's like five minutes of, this is what, this is how we got here. But it's Lois and Clark both working at the planet. Uh, they have two sons, Jordan and Jonathan, I Okay. Believe. All right. Um. And one of them's a super like, like he's going to be the first freshman to be the the varsity quarterback. Sure, they don't know if it's powers because he hasn't shown power. Right, right, right. And then the other one is like this uh, socially awkward video games, music, <laughs> very you know not interested. They're going to therapy with him. Right. So they both like uh, the the planet goes out of business essentially. You know they're right. they're cutting jobs. So they both oh yeah they it's both sign like, of the times right. They both lose their jobs and. Um, Ma dies back in Smallville, so they have to go back. The kids go to the bonfire party and get in a fight, and well, guess what happens? Somebody shoots lasers out of their eyes. <laughs> um, Start the fire, right? And um, you know, some common tropes, but some new stuff. Uh, there's a villain. I won't. I won't give away who the villain is for anybody who hasn't watched yet. Uh, it's a familiar person, but not the, the most familiar. It's a familiar name, but uh-huh. you wouldn't recognize their face. I'll, oh, okay. I'll say that. They, okay. They've done some some creative casting there. Uh, I mean, I think it's probably worth you know a watch if it, it, it's something you want to jump in on from the ground up. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of that stuff now, like The Flash is in, I don't know what season it's in. And, yeah, I have no clue. You know, I watched the first season of it. I watched several seasons of The Flash, because you know, I, I, I watched several seasons of Arrow, but it just got so ridiculous. I didn't hate The Flash. I just didn't. It just still had that WB. Well, they're trying to sell yeah, to teenage correct. Girls. And I'm just not. I mean, and I'm just not that. No, you're not. You're not. Um, let me see. Was it? Um, oh, so are, I know you're not a huge golf fan, but you obviously know who Tiger Woods is, and yeah. you saw the documentary. Um, not that not necessarily. Yeah, well, I know there's a documentary, but you know he was in that horrific car. Oh yeah, saw yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they come to find out, it may actually be. Like a blessing in disguise for him. Really? Yeah, they said, you know, all the injuries he sustained is probably going to increase his handicap. <laughs> what? Um, Shout out to my wife for that one. She actually came up with that. I, I, like, I, it. Work it. I like it. Uh, I was going to say something about Tiger Woods, I think, but. Uh, oh, oh, uh, just that my, my. I talked to my dad briefly this week, for better or worse, whole different fucking ballgame, but. Um, he said, because uh, well, my dad was a retired firefighter, and um, he a captain, I think is, I think is the rank he retired at. But he, they said that, like, he was like, he's like, well, I read this article, and they said they used the jaws of life, like, which I know is supposed to be very impressive to most people, but the jaws of life is just a name brand for a tool, and that tool comes off the rig many times a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, truth be told, they use, like, an axe. They use, oh, they they use, they? Yeah, because... I will tell you something that's been really annoying. With all the shit going on in the world, Tiger Woods being injured in a car accident has been top headline, which is <clears> kind <throat> of annoying. But they like had the uh, someone that worked for the fire department, and they showed the axe that they actually used. And like, is this news? In the world we live in, this is what people want. I guess whatever. I guess. So, and of course, watch Wandavision. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? 
I I like where it's going. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I, I thought it was fine. I, I thought the Ghost of Christmas Past, you know, was an interesting way to lay out this episode. And so this one wasn't shot in a. No, I think we're done with the sitcoms. But we saw footage of like an office style shit, like during one of the trailers, like like with that window with the blinds, like oh, you know, did you know we? what I mean? Yeah, like oh, maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll pepper that in on this last episode somehow. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think it's fine. <clears throat> I um. I'm. I think this is going to be a hard one to close. And be satisfying for me. Do you think it's going to roll right into, like things happen in, that happen in this roll right into, um, like the the Bucky? Uh, I think that that would be the smart way to do it. Yeah, you can keep it kind of out of the theatrical stuff and sort of roll it into like the TV beefs. Mm-hmm. I think that would probably the be the smart TV way. TV beefs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was fine. Um, you know, I think that like the Agatha thing was like. If like like if you like like I don't know who that character is you know just to be transparent I mean, I, like yeah uh, but if you like got on the internet at any point I feel like and are remotely interested in nerd shit in any capacity you saw some link that said it was her since it started you know so, so I watch a, a recap screen crush I think mm-hmm. we watch he was he says seventy two Easter eggs and things <laughs> you might have missed kind of video I watch pretty much every he does that for for Mandalorian and everything so. Right. Um, you know, and they've said that it's pointing to this Agatha Harkness, who apparently is Agnes, and she because she wears that brooch all the time, uh-huh. and now we know where that's from. But she apparently in the comics was the person who taught Wanda how to use her powers oh, okay. at some point. To like her when when she was, a, I think when they decided she wasn't a mutant. That right, at you this know, point, it's changed so many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. But she's not. She wasn't a mutant. She was just a. When she was on the West Coast Avengers. Yes, of course. West Coast Avengers. West Side. It's a B team for sure. Death Row. <laughs> um. So I uh, I wanted to to circle back real quick to those bookshelves that I, that we got to talking about for a minute. Yes. So like uh, I'm working on these bookshelves in my office. So I talked about it briefly last week on the show, and uh, I got to show Chris and and Kelly some of them, <clears throat> you know, and, and getting close to where I want them. Uh, to varying degrees, but what was interesting to me about it, just in the midst of all this, you know, dummies drama that I, I find myself in every time we put out an episode of it, but um, like, so I brought you and Kelly into the office, and I was like, look, these four shelves, I want your opinions on. Just what's the best, or four or five, whatever it was. What's the best one, and what's the worst one? Right. Um, so there's a couple of things that are interesting to me about it. Um. Numerous, to be fair. One was um, stuff that you and I have talked about before, about just how we communicate and how we, you know, and like there was a lot, like there was a lot of like before, but like when you guys were ready, there was a lot of now. Look, if I was just Joe Schmo coming off the street, like like prepping it, you know, sure, what I mean? sure. and I'm like, I don't get to it. Tell me which one <laughs> sucks, you know, like because right, right. that, that's where I live is in is in that place. Um, but secondly, um, is how how vastly different and subjective it all really is. Mm-hmm. Like, and I say that because this is four people: you, me, uh, Kelly, and yourself, or you, me, Kelly, Laura, and um, <laughs> yeah. I gave you double credit. That's fine. The um, I deserve it. 
all of all of those four people, I respect their aesthetic taste. Nobody more so than yourself. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I might give Laura. I might go to Laura first you're, on that. You're probably fair. To do um, but all of which I respect their aesthetic taste. Generally speaking, like w- w- decorating the house, whether you know, what I mean, whatever, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. presentation. I respect. I respect everybody's opinion there, and nobody had the same favorite. Right. My favorite was your worst, and my worst was your worst. So, I, what, what? Which one was your worst? The turtles one. I was like, this is my worst. And you were like, this is my worst, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's just like the Island of Misfit Toys. Well, and what's funny is, is our reasons for it being the worst are entirely opposite. Right. Um, To those listening, it's a shelf. It has uh, two of the kind of oversized Eastman and Lair graphic novels in the corners. And then there's a turtle van that houses the DVDs in the middle with the NECA gaming turtles sitting on them. And then on split on the both sides is that third-party shredder, that third-party Krang, Toka, and Razor. So I don't like it because it looks crowded to me. It looks crowded and cramped and too busy. Mm-hmm. And I think in that in that room with that style furniture, less is certainly more. It's like uh, you know, it's like it's almost like it looks better to me. Like my favorite shelf in there is that Ravage and Prime, and mm-hmm. only because it has just it's two pieces and it's done, and everything else looks books, and all the books look the same. It just looks so purposeful to me, right? Um, but like. And then the the thing that yeah, you didn't like that shelf, and you didn't like the I wonder what the hell. Um, that's a that's uh, a lasso, lasso for sure. From, I think from, I know uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but it, but you didn't like the uh, the turtles one either, and for the same reasons that that uh, like context wise, they don't belong together. So because it's the the video game stuff mixed with the movie stuff, mixed with the little cartoon stuff, mixed mm-hmm. with, so that's the issue there. And then it was the cartoon ravage with the. Transformers IDW Prime that right. doesn't blend for you, and there's the same thing with the Batman shelf. It has the, the 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 Nolanverse book, which isn't part of the game stuff. So like that's how you view that is like it should be all like items, which I right, get right, right. Um, but it's just it, I say all that to say this is just a fascinating what it is about the way something looks that that makes a person lean into it or away from it, depending right. on so many little nuances and variances about the contents mm-hmm. of it, you know? Um, Laura and I probably talked about that for an hour, like, you know what I mean? Just trying to figure out, like, you know, because we're struggling with, I, I, I'm struggling with that space. Laura's pretty, actually, like, kind of like, no, I think it's, I think we're, we're on to something. I'm like, I don't know. But um, anyway, that's that. Uh, let's see. Um. So WandaVision, of course. Um, so I'm watching a show on Showtime that I'm loving, and I don't think it's a new show. Um, but it's a documentary. No, yeah, it's a documentary, I guess. It's, it's in the documentary thing because it's, like, real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called Couples Therapy. Okay. So there's, like, four couples that are going to this therapist, and the cameras are just on inside the th- the the therapy room. And they talk about their problems for whatever. And then she sees a therapist about her therapy. <laughs> like The therapist? The therapist does? sees oh, a therapist. Shit. Okay. So it, it, it kind of, if, if anyone's ever seen the, the show In Treatment, it had Gabriel Byrne in it. Um, I, I know what it is. Bro, so Yeah, I know what it is. I've never seen it, though. It's a real-life version of that. Okay. 
but it's it's really high production value, and the couples are kind of fascinating. Like, so there's one uh, like uh, heterosexual couple that have been married forever, and obviously love each other, but have these things like between the two of them that they just these hurdles that they just can't get over, right? Um, there's another heterosexual couple younger not been together as long and they're in my opinion they're not going to make it there's yeah. no way they can fucking make it they shouldn't have never got married um there is a couple that is one is trans post op okay male to female and she is married to a female okay there's and, a lot to unpack. Yes, there. yes. There's a lot to kind of keep straight there, and 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 it's all kind of important because some of it's interesting. Like so, before that person, before she transitioned from male to female, mm-hmm. she froze some of her sperm. Okay, and that sounds really weird to say in that sentence. I'm just going to put that out there. Probably the first time I've ever said she froze her sperm, but she did. And I, think, I think you hit all the notes on it, though. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to play by the rules. I, if if I if I slip up, it's nothing personal. It's my own, you know, just trying to stay current. Um, and the wife really wants kids, but the trans female is not sure that she wants kids. Okay, but they have the option. But sex is an issue for them too, because well, because post op. The trans person has found it to not be enjoyable and to actually be painful. Um, she described it as uh, moving sh- broken glass around your body. Oh boy! Yeah, so not not a pleasant experience. Yeah. So they're having all sorts of intimacy issues. Mm-hmm. So it's a different ball of wax, but because of the the various components to their relationship it's pretty fascinating to watch um especially from like a, a you know i'll just be honest almost from like a sociological standpoint right um and then uh there's one couple that we haven't met yet okay um but th- it, but it looks like just from the outside looking in uh, i'm guessing that the dude is it's just my guess and I'm, mm-hmm. i could be sizing them up all sorts of wrong <laughs> right you know uh, my guess is ptsd uh retired military Okay, is my guess. Um, and anyway, Show, Showtime has been delivering for you, dude. Showtime who knew? And HBO, who knew? Shit is on fire, and there's like there's there's stuff that we want to see that we're like we just don't we, just, we don't have too much just not enough time in the day to watch right. all this all this good shit, which is cool. It's cool to see. I'm, I'm thinking about getting Hulu because there's a lot of shit I want to watch on there. How do you not have Hulu with your Disney? I don't think we got the bundle, whatever that was. Like I think we just got it by itself. I could oh, be wrong. Or the Hulu could have expired. Like we could have gotten Hulu for a bit. Maybe I can't keep track of all that shit. But um, I like I want to watch the Britney doc. I want to mm-hmm. watch the Takashi doc, and I want to watch there was some hip hop doc that's on there that was um just recommended to me recently. Um, I think by Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy B. Shout out to Jeremy B. Um, I believe. I, I, uh, <clears throat> don't quote me on that. It was late last night. Uh, speaking of documentaries, I, I haven't watched it yet. There's some sort of Biggie documentary that yes, just popped up. It, it's up. Oh, it is. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it up yesterday. I started to watch it yesterday, but I, I didn't have I didn't have time to finish it, and I was afraid I wouldn't just forget to go back and watch. it. Yeah, so I would like to watch. I'll watch it maybe this week sometime. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely watch that. Uh, so anyway, I'm really enjoying that show, and. 
uh, I read a Green Lantern Earth One Volume One. So that's like their like real world universe. Okay. Um, Is this a new book? Uh, I don't think so. No, it can't be because I have Volume Two already. Okay. Um, but like, uh, it's interesting. It's in the future. NASA is no more. Space travel is kind of independently um, private companies. Oh, so, so basically, forth. like what's happening already? Correct. Gotcha. Um, and he is on like an exploration to like I think mine some moon for parts for phones and shit. Like sure, you know it's that. And they find this wrecked ship, and inside the wrecked ship is Abansur, who is the previous Green Lantern for that sector. Okay. And he takes the ring off of him and puts it on him and then becomes a Green Lantern. And as soon as he does, there's like a wrecked Manhunter. Are you familiar with them? I'm, I know who Martian Manhunter is. So not Martian Manhunter, oh. but the Manhunter. No, arm. Okay. not. So the, the Guardians, this is a little fun history on Green Lantern. Just real quick, the yeah. story you just told me about him finding the right ring, is that kind of just a generic setup no matter what the scenario? Because you lent me a Green Lantern book and he was a fighter pilot and it ended up being basically that same setup. Yes, but usually but, but he was still alive. Abensor was still alive yeah. and the ring went to him. Okay. So like so like the ring, when, when, a, when a Lantern dies, the ring leaves the finger and finds the most suitable host. Okay. On its own. Um, this is a, a different spin on it because the ring didn't move on. He took you. the ring from him. So that's a different spin. And then the fact that this Manhunter. So the Guardians of Oa, and and, Lord, and uh, listeners forgive me because it's been a while since I've dug into this stuff. But um, so they created the Green Lantern and mm-hmm. they created the Lantern Corps to protect the universe. Okay. But they wanted them to basically be the police, and the guardians were the police chiefs. But the police were like, basically, like, well, no, because I don't agree with you here. The most just thing to do here. So they had opinions of their own. Mm -hmm. They had values of their own. The rings themselves choose the most suitable suitable person. So nobody made the wrong choice. Right. Um, It was just like, you know, not everything is black and white. Some stuff operates in the gray. So they got pissed. And I think they created the Manhunters to put the Green Lanterns in line. Okay. But then they ended up being a huge problem for the Lanterns, and they are constantly a battle. And I don't think that the Guardians have much to do with them anymore. Okay. Um, so this Manhunter like comes to life. Uh, basically, he was deactivated because the Lantern died. So he was only there, and then he was like this, and then like Hal Jordan put the, the ring on, and mm-hmm. he was, like, off he goes. Um, but basically, in this universe, the Manhunters won. And they took control of the universe, um, but then they even didn't respect the Guardians either. They kind of became the same thing, okay. but, but but now they're like tyrants. Um, and then the, the the Lanterns are like hiding in secret, and they all come in and free a bunch of people from slavery that the Manhunters have done and all this shit. But um, it, it was good. It, I have part two. I'm, I'm going to get into it. Nice. Uh, I like the Earth One stuff because it's like very self-contained. I recommended the, the Wonder Woman one to Dunkel because it's very... It, you don't need any lore. You don't need any to know the seventy years of history right. prior. You just pick it up, you read it, you consume it, and you put it away. Some stuff I want, I want to know all about the strings that are attached, and mm-hmm. the, but some stuff I just want to be able to easily consume something and then put it back on the shelf and be done. I think that's important for them, comic companies, 1, to to offer those two paths for people accessibility. Yeah, because if somebody sees the you know Justice League movie and is like, ah, oh, Aquaman, um, although he's a complete doof in this series, let me see. I want to read Aquaman, and there's probably a one-shot kind of book you can read and right. know everything you want to know, or you could probably read all the way back to Super Friends if you wanted to 
dig deep. Um, so here's another little thing. Like, uh, this isn't really about the situation as much as it is bringing up a topic and seeing if you can relate if you have anything in your life same thing okay so laura and i got into a bit of a tiff the other night uh it's about it was shortly after we recorded last week's nerd rage okay and basically she came home from work and i wanted to uh play some songs for her mm-hmm. right which is not uncommon and uh there was like six songs that i hadn't exposed her to and of the six i was like four she's gonna love one could go either way and one she's not gonna like i know she's not gonna like this one okay but i still wanted to hear it um so played the four no problem played the one she ended up actually liking it she was, the, the one you one, thought she they, they could like, go either way okay. the one that could go either way and then we get to the to the last one. Now, keep in mind, and, and you stage these in the order which you thought she would like. Yes, to yes, dislike. Yes, kind of, kind of setting her up, you know. And then, and then, and then we have a slow decline rather than starting off on the wrong foot, right? Um, and to be fair, some of the songs that I, I liked, you know, I like them all, but even the ones I was like, oh, she, some of them I added because I, I like, I'm like, it's cool, I would listen to it, but I'm also like, man, she probably would really like this. So right. that's you know what I mean. Um, and also, I think that like anytime, like. I think for me, like any art, like that you connect with and you try to give to someone to expose them to, mm-hmm. like I, th- I don't think I necessarily get sensitive about their opinion regarding it, but I want, I just want you to give it a fair shake. That's understandable. So, like, uh, about so we get to the last song, which I knew she wasn't gonna like, and uh, about halfway through, she just well maybe a quarter of the way through, she starts complaining about it, and then doesn't really listen. In my opinion, doesn't really listen to the rest of the song. Just is trashing it, and every, you know what I mean. From that point to the end, and it fucking pissed me off. So, so just so I'm clear, you when when in that situation, you would prefer someone to listen to the entire three and a half minutes, but two and a half these days. Okay, yeah. I did notice that I, we have a channel, it's MTV something. They actually play music videos, and I put it on the other day just to see what in the world was going on. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like everything was like a minute and a half, two minutes long. Everything's so welcome short. to the streaming era, right? Exactly. So uh, okay, understand. <clears throat> yeah. So four songs played, loved it, all of it. You know, great one song playing. Like, oh, I like this too. Okay, great one song played, and just couldn't give me more than fifteen seconds of it before it was just like you know shit, 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 shit. shit. Um, but I found myself getting really upset by it, and. I had to really think to myself about why. Like, because I think that's a lot of what I'm into now was figuring out why. Why am I angered by this? Find your triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's that. It's 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 like, first of all, it's very personal, right? Because I'm saying that I connect with this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in a way, I'm exposing something about myself to say, like, I'm really into this. Right. Give this a shot. And then secondly, I think it's... a. Um, it's like a uh it's 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 the fact of like give me 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's those it, it, especially when and to be fair for her, it's not like she knows that I've added some of these songs that I, I'm kind of iffy on, but I think that she it's not like she I gave her that, you know what I mean? Maybe she would have been more you know it, it wasn't like it wasn't you know there's no divorce paperwork in bothering <laughs> right. anything. You know, it was just, but it was just like a, a little like man what the you know what the But I didn't know if there was anything anything like that that you guys are Well, uh, 
I, I, I just have a question about about that. How often do you, when she gets home from work, you have music for her to listen to? Usually once a week. Okay. Do you think that six songs may be a little excessive <laughs> after she has been at work all day and coming so, home to? So maybe. I, maybe. I don't know. I'm just thinking how no, maybe. I, I might handle that. Maybe. However, not every not every week is six. You know, it just happened to be a heavy week, so to speak. <laughs> sure. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, sure. just this one. Sometimes it's none. Right. You know, it's like it, it all depends on what comes out that's good to me. Right. That, you know what I mean? That week. I mean, I, I, this is going to sound silly, but. I watch a lot of you know wrestling, obviously, and Kelly ends up just sitting there while I'm watching it. Normally, doesn't pay much attention, and there's just there's just <laughs> she'll get a kick out of this too. There's a wrestler named Randy Orton. He's been wrestling for years. His dad wrestled. Uh, I think his grandfather might have wrestled. I think he's a third generation wrestler. I don't necessarily like him as a character, and I never have. But I appreciate his 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 work rate, as they say in in, in wrestling, is fucking phenomenal. Uh-huh. He does a great job. And Kelly will oftentimes just shit on Randy Orton. Just and, and I don't know. I defend, but I, I I get upset. I she says I get upset. About right, right, right. And I don't think I do. I just think, I guess I I look at that differently because I I was involved in the industry, and I think maybe you look at music differently because you were involved in that industry. Well, yeah, to an extent. So to an extent. So to cer- certainly I understand that. Uh, not from necessarily a musical standpoint. Right, right. But, from um, some but other, you had yeah, this no. other place though. You had this other right. thing that's like sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't know I don't know what it is. I like it's um you know, and, and like if, if if like at the end of it, like she mm-hmm. if she was like, not for me. Yeah. Wouldn't have skipped a beat. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I would have just continued on with, with my night, no problem. But it did it did it did affect the rest of the evening. Like this one little event. Mm-hmm. That took place over two minutes and thirty seconds, affected the rest of the evening. It happens, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, really. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's all I got. I feel like there's one other thing, but uh, if I remember it, I'll just bring it up. Mm, yeah. So uh, notes. Uh, we have uh, not looking good. So San Diego Comic Con <laughs> canceled. Canceled. Yep. Uh, they're trying to do a virtual one over the course of three days with whatever. Well, so let's break SDCC down from our point of view and what what, what to you, not as an attendee, but just uh, watching the feeds. What's what's important to you from SDCC? Uh, CCC. So probably first and foremost is toy reveals mm-hmm. and, and collectible reveals, and secondly is like cast and crew interviews from upcoming films that are either announced or moving forward. Okay, so I'm going to assume that 2021 will be similar to 2020, where all the toy companies will do their own. Mm-hmm. They'll do their own thing for. Example, Mezco Toys instead. Obviously, Toy Fair got canceled. They had Mezco Toys Fair last weekend and revealed a ridiculous amount of new stuff. Um, And, you know, Hasbro did that last year, and I'm I'm assuming they'll do something similar. Of course, Hasbro... They've been kind of doing it They've been sprinkly, sprinkly, you know, Fan First Friday, (laughs) Mando Mondays, you know. Uh, They've been watching my channel. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, they sit down on Saturday. (laughs) We might have a problem. Um, Yeah. And you know, and, and uh, like DC did the that weird thing, the, dome. the virtual dome thing last yeah. year. Um, you know, Star Wars did the, uh, or not Star Wars. Um, Disney did the whole yeah. thing. Uh, what was it? Was it November? They announced all that shit. Yeah, was that? I can't remember whether it's related to D twenty three or not. But 
It might have been, but yeah. you know, I, I think everybody seems to be adapting, and it sucks that 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 show's not going to happen. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense for them to do it. I don't know how that looks for everything else going forward. Like, see, that's my thing. It's like, what precedent is it? Is it you know setting? I think. I think. I mean, if you if you think about. You know, you've put on events before, right? Mm-hmm. I've put on events before. Could you imagine the logistic undertaking to put on something like, let's even say, Baltimore Comic Con yeah. versus Sandy? I mean, this is the biggest comic Comic Con in yeah. the world. Um, and knowing now that it's iffy, I'm not going to put a lot of money and resources into that. If I'm if I can get out of whatever contract I'm in with the venue, and that's why a lot of places aren't canceling shit till right close to the time because the venues. They can't file insurance unless the venue comes out. Correct. So I think that that's a big part of it, right? Is like, like last year, I, I know with Baltimore specifically, mm-hmm. they had to wait for the governor to shut the shit down, and they're like, okay, it's out of our hands. We want yeah. to continue. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> um, yeah. I just I feel like, um, you know, I just like, I don't know where that line is. Like, like in terms of, you know, at, at what point is it safe? Mm-hmm. You know, and where are we going to make those declarations? And right. Like, I don't even know what the goal is anymore. Uh, yeah. You know, like there's... 80% vaccination. I it, think it, that's something like that. I mean, I'm okay. I'm like, Cause I, I, you're, they're never going to get 100% vaccination. I just need a target. I just need a, yeah. something to strive for. You, you know, know? I, I saw an interesting piece on the news the other day. There's a, a group of remote uh, communities. Uh, S, I, I'm going to say Eskimo. I don't know if that's the right word anymore or not. Forgive me if it's not. Native people of Alaska probably is a better. That is going to basically have uh, 100% vaccination of everyone uh, 16 and over, I think, by the end of the month. Oh, wow. Um, Because it's a very small community. They've actually had a couple outbreaks. I'm like, did you, like throw those people in a dungeon when they came? (laughs) So, you know, it's like you have to get permission to leave you know, right. and and like when you come back, your corn. So so that's crazy. I mean, dude. That's but crazy. that's going to be an interesting. I think uh, looking looking at it under a dome, so to speak, to see DC dome. We'll be looking at it under the DC dome. Not, that was really lousy VR. <laughs> um. Anyways, I I don't know. Um. I mean, I know with this new vaccine getting approved, Johnson Johnson, the one shot, uh, rolling out. Apparently, they're saying tomorrow people will start getting those. Yeah. I think my dad got it. The Johnson and I think so. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. He just got one yesterday, and I think they were waiting. Well, my parents it. both are fully vaccinated as of Thursday. I think they yeah. got theirs down in Florida. So, um, you know, I mean, I I joined the as you know, I love my Facebook group, <laughs> yes. and I actually saw this on on the national news. There's a, a Maryland vaccine hunters facebook group so i I joined it just to see what the vibe was and it's a lot of um it's just a lot of people helping other people out because a lot of a lot of folks actually don't know what you have to do so you know mt stadium is Mm -hmm. doing them and apparently it's super organized like you you pull up give them your info and drive to the next person get your shot and it makes sense to me going down the road Uh, but like cvs and uh, walgreens um, are, are going to be doing the vaccination. So, um, you know, like the, the, the CEO of Moderna said, get whatever you can. Don't wait on any particular yeah. shot. Get whatever you can. Which I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as soon as I'm eligible, I'm going to, I'm going to get my, my vaccine. Yeah. It just peace of mind. And, you know, I think the more people who get it, the closer we'll be to 
Normalcy. Being able to get, I, there's, it, I don't think we're we. I think 2019 will be the last year we had that was ever what we considered normal. Yeah, and um, it, the, the heartbreaking part of that is our children aren't going to grow up in yeah, in a yeah. world like you know. There's a lot of heartbreaking parts to that world that they might be inheriting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say I remember what the other thing was from my nerdy while we're on the topic of comic cons and comic con reveals. Uh, I read the I read portions of to be fair the interview with Zack Snyder in Vanity Fair I believe it was and I just read it like screenshots mm-hmm. that I could find on the internet because um, I actually went to buy the magazine yeah couldn't find it uh oh um, to be fair I only went to Wee is though I don't know if Vanity Fair is the right book for Wee is right it, tool for the right job if I <laughs> if I happen to see it I'll I'll grab you a copy is 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 it the Justice League on the cover supposedly uh, I don't know okay I don't know it is the most recent one though and I'm sure his interview is on the front page somewhere but um interestingly enough he talks about they contacted him and said look we're gonna put it out we're gonna put it out and he was like it's not done. He's like, well, don't worry about all of the the post stuff. We're gonna put it out black and white. And he's like, no, 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 no. I saw that. Yep. Nope. We're not doing that because one, you'll get the credit for being the savior of putting it out. Two, if it's not good, people will say it's Zack Snyder's fault. It's Zack Snyder's fault. This is why Warner Brothers didn't want to put it out mm-hmm. in the first place. So you get to be the hero regardless. Right. You've got to let me finish it. Right. So they said they would basically. You know, we had this amount of budget. And he was like, well, that's all I need to, to make the movie. And he did it for free. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like, and that made me like, you know, another thing that was interesting was he said that Christopher Nolan and his wife got mm-hmm. to go to like a screening of it. And they he said that he, uh, Christopher Nolan walked out of it and called Zack Snyder right away. He was like, don't watch it. Oh, of the yeah, black the, and white version? No, no, no. Of the of the Justice League. Oh, oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. He was gotcha. like, do not, do not watch it. Do not watch it. Wow. So his wife ended up watching it because I think she was still technically a producer on it. And she was and she was like, We it's not mentioned in our house. It wasn't talked about. It was just like it was so painful, plus all the family shit they were dealing sure, with or sure. whatever. Um but it was pretty it was a pretty interesting like the little excerpts that I read, it it just makes me like win, lose, or draw. Uh it makes me happy that he gets to finish yeah. some some element of his vision of it. Yeah. Um uh, your move, creep. Uh, RoboCop, a giant RoboCop <laughs> statue <laughs> was revealed in Detroit. Why? Uh, Detroit's giant RoboCop statue is real and it's spectacular at eleven feet two and a half tons. Detroit's long-awaited RoboCop statue, which has been eleven years in the making, is finally just about complete, minus a few finishing touches. It's ready to serve and protect, but does not yet have a permanent spot to patrol <laughs> in the city where the 1987 movie took place. Standing more than 11 feet tall and weighing a whopping two, ton- two and a half tons, the construction of this bronze statue was led by Giorgio Gikas of Ven- Venus Bronze Work. The company is known for maintaining, restoring, and repairing historic statues from Detroit and all over the country. Now you still don't have any water in Flint. Just saying. It's right there. <laughs> the idea for the statue happened around 11 years ago after someone on Twitter pointed out that Philadelphia had a Rocky statue and one of Robocop would be a great ambassador for Detroit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. Um, said so we had to contact MGM, who owns the likeness of RoboCop. It became a really long process. We had to get the exact model made. The model had to be blown up to over a 10-foot mold. That happened in Vancouver. That took years. The owner of the Bronze Works went through a cancer scare. That took more years. 
uh, due to unprecedented, Chris, it was unprecedented unprecedented pressures from the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Resources must now be entirely focused on our core mission of serving Michigan's students and families. Um, So, yeah. It's funny to me, man. It's like, why are you doing this? Yes, I, so it's so funny to me. I mean, but you know, more. I mean, like more power to it. It just seems I like guess. it seems. Look, I love RoboCop. I have not had the Detroit style pizza, um, but I obviously have respect for the city just based on its reputation. I've never been. Um, I've had Little Caesars a lot. I have had Little Caesars a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot of Little Caesars. I've even had crazy bread. Dude. I'll fuck up some crazy bread. Mmm. I'll fuck up some commas on some crazy bread. Then fuck up some crazy bread. Um, Damn, I want some of that shit right now. Where's the Little Caesars? If you know me, you know I have complicated views, and I don't think that most things are black and white. I think that most things operate in a shade of gray, uh, you know, in terms of everything. Much like our hoodies. They're both gray, but Much very different. Much like our hoodies. But yes. very different. Yes. Um... Whether it be social issues or political issues or or even whether or not fucking episode nine is good. Um, but I don't know if RoboCop is the right choice right now for a giant statue. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe ED209 is the actual right choice for Detroit right the, now. Didn't the dude shoot a fucking cigarette out of the dude's mouth? Like the dude- <laughs> Man, I haven't seen the movie so long. All I remember is they had four Tauruses that were out like right then, and that was the car of the future. I'm like, man, the future's kind of sad. <laughs> I know that car looked futuristic in 86, but come on. It's just, I mean, it's it's so it's cool to be. The whole premise of that is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's cool to me because I love RoboCop and I love like like pop culture infiltrating like just regular life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find it to be a very strange uh, time right. for it to roll out. They finally um, got done with it, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so be more open. I love Baltimore City. <laughs> Baltimore strip club performers protest COVID uh, restrictions. I saw that. Adult entertainment interrupting City Hall's news conference. I saw that, Bobby. And I <laughs> I have I have some things that well finish finish your bit here and then I'll chime in. So they interrupted this 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 shit, right? And they got on like uh bullhorns yelling stuff like come outside, Mr. Mayor, we just want to have a talky talk. <laughs> Yeah. Um they did interviews and stuff. Uh they said uh you know a, a punishing slap on our faces. Um they've singled out adult entertainment. We don't know why. It's Bo- like sing- Bobby, they're almost all single mothers. Yes. Almost all of them. Yes. Yes. And or college students, of course. Well, they didn't mention that. <laughs> I I watched I watched like the news thing on it. But it says um you know you can go to the strip club to the for the bar. Okay, and they're still the strippers are still there, mm-hmm. like, but they can't strip, and they're like just begging for tips, and it's like, like, oh, that sounds comfortable. It's like saying McDonald's can open, but you can only sell coffee. Um, we have practically begged customers for tips. She said the money isn't enough to cover rent and other expenses. Blah blah blah. I was more scared. Oh, so she uh, she briefly took a job at a bartender as a bartender in Fells Point. Fells Point, for those that don't know, is kind of like. It's this weird spot where it kind of has like a, a like a, a downtown artsy vibe mm-hmm. to it, but it's also like in the middle of these projects. 
But and they race motorcycles through there. Yes. Dirt bikes. Yes, the 12 o'clock boys will come through there as Isn't well. Isn't like a dirt bike task force or something? <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and they have, uh, and they have like, um, there's a strip club down on Fells Point actually called the Ritz. And there's also like, um, it's like a college-y kind of place That's also. I've, I've never been there, but what I've, you know, seen it on the news and stuff, it always looks like it's some... I got thrown out of frat, bars down there. party kind of... Uh, I was thrown out of two bars down there and the strip club. Nice. You know, on different, three different occasions. I was going to say, was that... Not, not the same night. I wasn't just like I've never, of, I've never done... I've never been thrown out of three bars in one night. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't just like out of sorts this one particular night. It was just a couple of different circumstances. Um... So she's anyway. She took a job there, and she said, "I was uh, I was more scared of getting COVID there. People are shoulder to shoulder." Um, the mayor and health commissioner have uh, committed to reviewing the data in conjunction with our hospital partners over this four week period and making a determination whether it's appropriate to further ease restrictions. And they have throughout this this pandemic. I'll say that, like, um, you know, the the, the I, I can't speak for all the strip clubs. I've I've been to a fair amount in the city, but. Um, <laughs> I will say that, like on the block specifically, uh, it has a very long. There's a documentary uh, of sorts on YouTube. Oh, about yeah, it. yeah. Um, but it's it has a very long, sketchy history. And uh, I will say this: when you go, if you go to the block, you will be at some point offered to buy the lady a drink. And there's a twenty dollar drink. Mm-hmm. And there's a fifty dollar drink, sure. And there's a hundred dollar drink, and depending on uh, the bar, to be fair, and uh, the level of drink, uh, sometimes the drinks are known to come with side perks. Understand? Um, well, you did take me a a an Ar- <laughs> Arkansinian and a Brit. <laughs> Boy, what a fucking mouthful that was, and a carload. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have video of that um, in the car. Yeah, and I like. There's m- one of my favorite parts of it is. Did they charge you twenty dollars for that bottle of water? <laughs> yeah, they did. Four times, four bottles of water, Cody. And I remember that, like, uh, uh, Matt said something in there. The Luck said something like, uh, like, uh, H- how's it going? And and the stripper just didn't break a beat, and she was just like, "How's it going?" Yeah, right back to him. <laughs> that was an interesting experience. It was just the right amount of time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was—I'll tell you—I was, um, I wasn't uncomfortable, but I got to thinking about, in a way, being responsible for a group of people, sure, and keeping track of a lot of moving pieces that were going on outside of the clubs that particular night. Um, so we experienced a few and kind of went on about our, our, our business, but, uh, yeah, I love the block. I love Baltimore. I love the whole fucking town and all of its, you know, intricacies. The takeaway I have from that is that I watched the video clip. I watched, uh, one of the young ladies at the end was talking about how, um, you, everybody's getting these stimulus checks. We didn't get no stimulus checks. That's cause you ain't never paid taxes. <laughs> Let's be honest. You got a stimulus check based on your tax filings. Um, I will tell you, I went down. We went down there one night, and um, it was for our anniversary, and you know, as one does, as and, one does. And uh, we went with shoulders candy at the time, and uh, buddies of mine, and, and uh, so many great 
stories happened that night, but one of which was this one bar that we went into was dead. Mm-hmm. And like strip clubs have rules, right? So like you can't bring your phone out. You can't do like there's like this shit to it. But like at the same time, it's like if this bar was dead. And we came in there and livened this bar up, started throwing money around, started having a good time. And then before you knew it, the bar started coming to life. And then kind of the rules go out the window. Sure. Like phones were out for sure. I will say that uh, uh, I have a picture of my wife and two of the strippers that were there uh, standing around me uh, having a conversation about uh a a part of a part of my person that they brought out to talk about <laughs> right then and wow there. okay um and and then also my other great memory of that night is um my friend candy who passed away of a heart attack uh the last couple of years she uh she pulled she pulled her truck up uh in front of like parked it right on double parked it on Baltimore street and just opened up all the doors and turned the radio up all the way for this song and was like dancing in the street and then like, people just started dancing in the street like you know like that 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 place that strip that block as it were can really uh have generate a good time if all of the pieces align but if they don't align it can really end up being a bad time for someone i could imagine it could be very messy yeah um so anyway, I, w- I wish the the working gals down there the best of luck. I sincerely do. Uh, Taco Tuesday. Uh, so I, I left this in there. Phil put it in the notes. Taco Bell is offering a crispy chicken sandwich taco. I saw that. I feel like we should probably do it. We should. It's not nationwide yet. They tested okay. it in mm, two markets. So okay. it's supposed to be nationwide, I think, later this month. But yeah, it's you have to remember that Taco Bell and KFC are, are the same company. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's a Pizza Hut as well. Right, right. I'm sure it's a um a piece of KFC chicken in some sort of almost like a flatbread, mm-hmm. like the chalupa wrapper with some spicy sauce. I'm down for it. Listen, I love Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm a fast food monster. Yeah. Um, well we did the we did the chicken sandwich. We did the chicken sandwich. So we feel like we have to do this. What you know, they have a they have a Cajun fish sandwich over there at Popeye's now. That actually looks really good. You know what's funny is uh you know, Phil brought those fucking Oreos here. Sure. You know, and then um like I, I I would never like shit like that doesn't hit my radar like mm-hmm. it just doesn't like you're not on the candy blog no 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 but like what's <laughs> funny is then I saw Paul C posted a whole bunch uh-huh. and then like Paul C had one that was like it was like uh, Java mm-hmm. and Tiger, I was like, yeah and I was, then I was like now because I got turned out by Phil's Oreos <laughs> I got like, turned out by <laughs> Phil's Oreos now I'm like oh man I wonder what that one that's not like. the title of the show <laughs> I got turned out by Oreos um. <laughs> but then I got to you know being a little curious so to speak about uh Phil, about about the Java one. Phil's our baby D. Remember baby D <laughs> from from next Friday? Oh, she yeah. know about all the snacks before they come out. I <laughs> <laughs> got this new Twinkie coming out. It's got glitter in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's I mean that's how. Then I'm, I'm looking at them like man, I would try that Oreo. I gotta keep an eye out. Um, and then you know Phil talks about it like it's a collectible. Like, oh man, some of these are hard to find. Like, yeah, I, they are. Know, I, yeah, no, well, I believe it. Well, I believe he and it. I, um, he, we send each other. Like, I found he found I found some soda that he couldn't find, and back and forth. Because uh-huh. I don't work in the soda business. No, probably, no, no. But I know I know a lot about it. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I found a Reddit page all about people. Like Mountain Dew has a ton of, of like different exclusives. They do yeah, like yeah, s- yeah. like Speedway gas stations has a, an exclusive um, fountain drink and. 
people hunt them down and i found it here found it there and it's just always interesting to i guess if you're really into you know hunting soda down well you know i told you like i, I got into those like tostitos spicy queso mm-hmm. tostitos yeah and, and uh, that, they're good and then they were like hard to find mm-hmm. so uh it turns out we like actually met somebody that works for tostitos and he was like yeah he was like it was uh covet exposure so every time they had COVID exposures, they'd mm-hmm. have to shut down part of the plant and they gotcha. would just focus all energy on like their staples. So like your general plain Tostito chips, yeah. the circles, the little flower cup ones, and you know, whatever, whatever the case. And then like as the as the personnel would come back to work and they would expand the factory back open again. But gotcha. You know, to, it's, to it's, the the outlying brands. So like it would all boil down to Coke and Diet Coke. And then we had right. Sprite and then we had, you know, whatever. So my kids got real big into eating Takis for a while. I don't know. It's 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 a corn tortilla chip but okay. they're like rolled okay. they're like rolled up okay and they're different they're, and they have a they have a spicy queso one we haven't had them in a while uh they seems like every time we were going to the store we were getting some new flair there was some there was one that was blue made your tongue blue <laughs> it's all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit man um let's see what else we have uh but yeah i think we should do that um okay so uh more than meets more than more than meets the eyes um, a new animated series announced for Nickelodeon uh, for Transformers. Yeah, I didn't read that article. So the animated action com- uh, comedy series, oh boy, oh boy, will consist of twenty six half hour episodes following a new species of Transformers on a mission to find their place and purpose among Autobots, Decepticons, and the human family that adopts them. The series is being co-produced by Nickelodeon and E1 and will premiere exclusively on Nickelodeon in the U.S. before debuting in other countries. The creative team is built up with several animated TV show veterans, including Ant Ward, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Nicole Dubuck, Transformers Rescue Bots, who are both serving as executive producers. Production will be overseen by Nickelodeon's Conrad Montgomery and uh, <laughs> E1's uh, Hauser. As soon as I read the creative concept, which is at its core is about family, I knew we absolutely had to tell this story with our good friends at E1 and Hasbro. The series will tell a reimagined story featuring both original characters and fan favorites for a whole new generation of kids and families. The creative team at Nick, overseen by Claudia Spinelli, SVP of Animation Development, can't wait to get started on building this brave new world. Mm, interesting. This shit is gonna be dog shit. Like it's it's just it's the next show for kids, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Is what it sounds like to me, and and that's important for their brand longevity. But have you seen what they did with Thundercats? Like the newest cartoon that's out. Yeah, that was like it was like really like cutesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I never saw it, but I saw like I watched a couple it. episodes of it. It's it's not for me, obviously. Right, but it's. And it's in a style that's very, you know, I, and I, I get all these shows mixed up, but Steven Universe and things like that. It's that kind of almost abstract. Yeah, I would like to go back and watch the 2000s Thundercast series. Like, I watched it once, and mm-hmm. I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember it as well as I remember the He-Man 2000s. I've never watched either of those. Well, the He-Man one is phenomenal. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I just couldn't imagine sitting down and watching all that. Dude, because I, like, fleshed out everything, and, like, all, they flesh out all the characters, gave them all backstories, like into, really? into this universe. And like, uh, one of the things that like I love that I always use is like a point of reference for people that have not seen it is mm-hmm. um, actually. So I'll tell you, uh, I have a New York Mike story in regards to it. Also, so he called me. He was at a convention, and he was like, "Look, I'm holding that series on DVD in my hand. You've talked about it a lot. Tell me why I should buy it." And I told him what I'm getting ready to tell you. Okay. Um, 
But then he called me like a month later and he was like, this is the most awesome shit I've ever seen. I don't hmm. know why no one talks about it. But um, Snake Mountain, right? Yep. Never really made a whole lot of sense to me. Like, why not Skull Mountain? Or why not, you know what I mean? Like, so, and this is what I was telling him. I was like, this is the type of shit that this fucking shit does. So, like, the Snake Men were around, right? Right. So the Snake Men were like an ancient race and it's actually their castle that fucking Skeletor has, has kind of taken over. And then he eventually, I think, if memory serves, and it's been a while, unlocks some shit in it that like brings the Snake Men back to life. Gotcha. And then, like, but like just little shit like that, just like okay, now this whole world makes so much more sense. Um, they go into the origins of Skeletor, like he was a regular dude, and how he ended up with his face looking like that, and everything. Once a man, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I can't recommend it enough. Nice. Eh, I don't even know if it's available anywhere right now. Streaming. Yeah, that's a good point. I. Um, I'm sure somebody will tell me it is. But Thundercats had one too, and I remember liking mm-hmm. it, but I just I can't remember it the same I, way. I remember seeing the toys like a Toys yeah, R Us. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, as far yeah. as I can go. The He-Man ones too, I remember. Um, first look at Jupiter. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy, which is a pretty good comic, um, is revealed some images. Looks just like it. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, I don't know anything about um, it. So Netflix releases the first look uh, images for their upcoming comic book series, Jupiter Legacies, arriving as part of the comic legend. You never believe. Oh, is this part of the Malar Loverse? Yeah. It will bring the series he created with Frank Quietly in life to life in epic fashion. Blah blah blah. It's a great, it's a great book, and like I often compare it to like. Like a lot of these books that came out, kind of deconstructing the idea of Superman and mm-hmm. and, and so forth, like uh, Invincible being one of them that right. I just read after I read stuff like Jupiter's Legacy, but it's 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 good, it's good. And, and you know, I, I give him a lot of shit just because he's like, just because he's it's easy to because he's just so talented. You right. Know what I mean, it, um, it's like look, you could be that talented, but you got to take these jokes. Sure. Um, but I mean, the dude writes the fuck out of a comic book, and and that that one's no exception. So I'm guessing it's going to be great. Uh. All right, so Spider-Man. Um, there is a couple things to talk about here. So it gets Spider-Man's next movie gets a title. Mm-hmm. Home Depot, I believe is the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, at at home, Home Goods. Home Goods. My, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's connected to a TJ Maxx, so yes. you can get socks and a, and some pottery. In many ways, that is the multiverse of our world. It is. It is the t- yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe the portal's there. Maybe that's why the tornado came to Mount Airy that time to shut down. <laughs> The portal had to reform between Home Goods and TJ Maxx. Uh, so I mean, I get it. Going with the home thing, I get it. Fine. Um, what I did find interesting. Home alone. Yes. What I did, homeward bound. No way home. I believe is actually what it's homeward, called. Homeward bound. Homeward bound. Homeward bound too. Oh god. Electric boogaloo. Yeah. Was there? Like, god damn it. No, I'm gonna feel like I don't have one. Um, home on a range. That's all I got. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Sorry. <clears throat> um. Uh, we're wandering off. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I will say this. What I find most interesting about this is the Hot Toys post. Did you see this? I don't think I did. So Hot Toys made a post, and it was up for what I believe was 27 seconds El Total. But it got screen capped, I'm imagining. 1,000% it got screen capped. And it has Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland. I have to see this. I haven't seen it. Uh, and, and it's got like I think it's their toys. Like it's not. It's not like their actors together. Right. But it's like the toys together. Um. So, you know that to me is 
confirmation that we're getting the multiverse Spider-Man, like, in spite of, like, you know, we got all the rumors and speculation regarding it, and then we got, you know, c- kind of like Hollywood entertainment cleanup in aisle seven, that, it, like, it's not happening, and that, to me, is confirmation that it is happening. Right. And that's pretty much all I got. 2021, let me see here. Yeah, somebody, I don't see it anywhere. If anybody has that. It was sent to me. I didn't save it, though, I don't think. Um, but I was sent it. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, yeah, somebody screwed up there. Um, I don't know, man. I'm down for whatever. I, I've enjoyed what they've done. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm and I think, you know, uh, sure, make this all, you know, multiverse. Same with, with you know, supposedly what they're doing in this Flash movie with all the different bat bat people and, you know, Superman and yeah. things of that nature. I think I think it's it, it definitely opens everything up, and it ties it together enough where – it, it kind of makes sense, you know. Yeah, no, I agree, and I'm sure that the the Doctor Strange will iron it out. I have no doubt about that. I'm just waiting on a Dolph Lundgren, Thomas Jane, Barenthal Punisher yes. of all ages. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that uh, they'll try to replace Black Panther that way? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do there. So I will say that I think it's the most logical choice, but in the same breath, due to the cultural significance of that film, I can see them saying this kind of hollowed ground and wanting to not do that and move on perhaps with Shuri as a Black Panther. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I looking at it from 10,000 feet, the thing to do there would just be, well, in this universe... Um, Killmonger was the Black Panther, and just yeah. have that actor, you know, portray the role. And yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think you may be right that this you know, move on with the cast that's there, and you know, just explain it away like they do. Yeah, it, it, it'll be curious to see how they do it though, because to explain his absence is going to be a chore as well. Even if they just move move on with Shuri, you know what I mean? It was a second snap. Yeah, the one nobody saw coming. Well, when the Captain Shield got placed back at the, I'm like, click. Um, so, uh, uh, sorry, super problems. Um, all right, so Ray Fisher came back out. He's uh, still carrying on this thing with, with Warner Brothers. He like, I haven't, I haven't really been following this all that. Closely. Has that dude ever done anything other than this role? I don't know. It says actor mm-hmm. Ray Fisher is back on the attack, accusing Warner Brothers via Twitter of trying to. Uh, in I don't know this word. It's uh uh and uh, like uh, make itself better by hiring black writer uh Ta-Nehisi, forgive me Coates to write a new version of the Superman franchise with. Do you know who? Michael. No. 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 As a director. I don't. Oh, JJ. Mm-hmm. The world builder, Bobby. He builds worlds. The implication by Fisher, who played Cyborg in the Justice League film, uh, is that his complaints were ignored and the New Coats Alliance is a, is a way to paper over Fisher's outrage. He said, do y'all remember the time that Walter Hamada and WB Pictures tried to destroy a black man's credibility and publicly delegitimized a very serious investigation with lies in the press? But hey, black Superman. So... Uh, I, I only really bring this up because I don't know enough about this the mm-hmm. situation with him and them. Um, I know that he gets along with Zack Snyder, and to me, that's what matters to me, right? Because um, there was a lot. He was heavy reshoots in this. Yeah, what, and he is the the linchpin of the whole. He's story, the linchpin to that story. Right? Um, 
and and I think that his backstory is one that's like really kind of great and touching, mm-hmm. and and hasn't really been explored to like the normie audience and people right. who probably connect with. But I only bring it up to kind of introduce this idea of a rebooted Superman uh, with J.J. Abrams at the fucking helm and uh, Michael B. Jordan is heavily being rumored to be Superman. And I just... I will say this. If J.J. Abrams, if all that ends up being... And I think J.J. has said it is. Um, but if he sees this thing to, through to fruition, I'm probably just going to skip it. So uh, I'm confused about the direction they're taking this. Yeah. Is is this a dude? I don't know. I, I mean the know. way the way the the Joaquin Joker movie is different, maybe different universe. Is this a? I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, last time, last thing we seemingly heard is Cavill, uh, Henry Cavill is on board to do more Superman stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I will say that, like, um, Henry Cavill is one of those, for one, he's one of those perfect choices. Oh, absolutely. You know, rewatching Man of Steel, it's like, Jesus Christ, this guy. Yeah. Um, and I think DC has made a few of those perfect choices along the way. Like, I think Margot Robbie is a perfect choice. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I mean, watching, to be fair, I, I said this from the first time walking out of Justice League, that... Ray Fisher was a great choice. Like he, I, I think you're right. He plays it so mechanical, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I've never really even thought about because I, you know, I've only really seen him in the Justice League and then you know the booyah shit. Like you know, and he always like just a regular guy that's got right. computer shit on him. But like playing it like you're really part machine, I thought was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like, I will not go down the sequel trilogy road with JJ with DC. I won't do it. I won't That's do fair. it. I won't do it. I won't do it unless after years in multiple films, people are like, this is what he should have been doing all along. He's great. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, let's go back and start from the beginning and watch it. That motherfucker has hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> like, show me on the show me show on the me. trilogy where right. JJ Abrams touched you. <laughs> like, um, you know, I, show I, me on the raid, the raid doll where the Palpatine touched you. Yeah, and I and, <clears throat> and I I'm, I'm salty. I'm salty about the the way they handled Zack Snyder. I'm salty about Henry Cavill. I'm salty about all of it. And I don't know if I can even give a movie with Michael B. Jordan and J.J. Abrams a, a fair shake. Yeah, you know, I'm just being self aware here. Do you think, boy, this is in, how do you feel about Michael B. Jordan seemingly being the black actor that's going to play the white role. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. he did it in superhero movies. He did it oh, in, yeah, he, he did, did it in the, the Torch, right? Yeah. And the movie nobody saw. Yeah, except for me. Well, for I better still or worse. Seen it. And in this uh, uh I mean, he's rumored for this. Yes. And it seems like his name has come up for something else before. So I think that like uh I think that race is is is, is tricky. And I think that culture is tricky. And I think that sometimes... uh, So here's the thing. I don't care about Johnny Storm necessarily after watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, My general rule before Fantastic Four was just keep everybody the way they are. Just stay true to the material. And that goes across the board. Right. Um, But here's the thing. I don't care so much about Johnny Storm being black or white. 
as much as I care about Johnny Storm and Sue Storm being blood brother and sister. Right. If they're both black, fine. If they're both white, fine. If they're both Hispanic, fine. No issues. But what's what I found from walking out of that movie was what I care about with that quote unquote family mm-hmm. is that there are two people that are real family and they have to juxtapose that real family with a different type of family, which is Reed and Sue, right. and then a different type of family, which is Ben. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's all the definitions kind of of family operating in one family. Um, that's what I found mattered most to me about that. Right. Um, take the other one that I often bring up is making Terry Fitzgerald and Spawn a white guy. Because mm-hmm. and Tom McFarlane has said from the very beginning, he said there weren't enough white faces. That's what the studio told him yeah. to have a successful movie. There weren't enough white faces, um, and I think that's fucking bullshit. And I think that if you have a character like Al Simmons that was that was in the military in the seventies, theoretically early eighties, and he meets this person that becomes like a lifelong friend. To me, having Terry Fitzgerald as a black man matters because the relationship and bond that they were kind of almost established right off step one right. is going to be different than if he was white. So it, it, the, 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 the racial dynamics to me, and I can only speak for myself, matter to the components of the story. Right, right. Now, when we get into Superman... He lands on a farm in the Midwest. Right. So he lands on a farm in the Midwest. If that's how they play the story, right. we're just going to, let's just assume. And it's not that black people can't have a farm in the Midwest. It's, it's not. It's an, it, you're right. But let, let's just assume the alien lands and he's, he looks like an African American mm-hmm. instead of uh, European American. A European American. That adds another layer of conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he lands in middle America in farmland. I mean, I don't remember seeing many African American characters in any of the Smallville. Maybe, maybe the one or two. Right. I, I just, I think it could be an interesting story. Yeah, and I think that that element of it could be interesting too. Of you know, how did these, you know, and I'm I'm once again speculating, but you know, and stereotyping, but how did these white Midwestern farmers end up with this black child? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's interesting stuff to dissect there, but yeah. I don't think JJ is the motherfucker that can do it. I don't think he has. I don't think he has the ability to do it. I, I, well, I, here, I, here's the thing: is, is JJ supposed to be writing this, or is he going to direct a story he's, that's he's going to direct it? And I don't know who this other person is. That this is the person that 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 Ray Fisher seems to have a beef oh, with. They, in they the hired, or I don't. I don't know who it is. Nahashi Six Nine, I believe. Pretty sure that's not right. <laughs> but like. Um, my thing is is just like I'm so I can't even begin to think about how I feel about Michael B. Jordan. So I, so I have never seen Creed. I saw Black Panther. Um, You've seen The Wire. I've seen The Wire. Where's Wallace? Yes, and I haven't really been impressed with. And I saw Fantastic Four, and I haven't been impressed with anything Michael B. Jordan has done. Um, now that doesn't mean that I won't enjoy the film. I'm not impressed with anything Momoa has done, but I enjoy Aquaman. I'm not impressed with anything that The Rock has done, but I'll probably enjoy Black Adam. You know, like uh, I, I'm not really necessarily impressed with anything Tom Cruise has done, but I enjoy Interview with the Vampire. It's fair. Um, 
So, like, one thing isn't necessarily, you know, indicative of the other. However, he's certainly not a selling point for me. But I can't even begin to wrap my head around how I feel about him playing Superman because I can't get past the idea of J.J. Abrams directing it. You know that famous meme of the Grim Reaper going down the doors and there's blood coming out of the the, the doors? Mm-hmm. You know, this, I saw one recently, Instasam, I think, put it up. It was like J.J. Abrams was the Grim Reaper and nah. it was Star Trek, Star Wars, and then he was knocking on DC's door. And <clears throat> I don't agree with that meme. It's funny. And I liked it. <laughs> but, like, I liked the stuff that he did for Star Trek. But I think it's probably because I have no attachment you to that no shit. You have no attachment. Whatsoever. There may be diehards out there that are rolling, you know, yeah. rolling around right. because they, they hate it. Right. Whereas Star Wars, I like what he did with Episode Seven, And I'm okay with him building the world. Just once he's built it, get the fuck out of the way. Right. Um, I hate what he did with Episode Nine, And uh, I fear... I fear for I don't he's I don't even I don't think he's I don't think he's I don't think the boy's got enough grit in him to make a DC movie. <laughs> you may be right. You may be right. Um before we leave this topic, I wanted to mention to you or ask you this. I, and I don't know how old, old this is. I stumbled upon it for the first time this past week. Have you seen the footage of Nicolas Cage trying on the suits oh, yeah. for Tim? <clears throat> oh, yeah. There's a whole documentary about Right, right, right. But this was just like six minutes of him yeah. doing this. It's like he's doing jumping jacks and shit in this. I still want to see that documentary. I think you had to buy it on DVD. I think you have to. Like It's like a crowdfunding thing almost. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's an inter- that, that's interesting because he's a – I mean, he named his kids – after yeah. Superman, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so, he loved the character, yeah. And it's, I mean, Tim Burton is such a fucking lunatic, right? You know, and he was probably hot off the Batman, Batman movies, yeah. and and I'm sure he was thinking to himself, like, what do I do? I get Danny Elfman, Helena Bottom Carter. Can I get Johnny Depp in there anyway? It'll be about a weird loner that no one understands. It'll be completely different from anything else I've ever done. It'll be a weird <laughs> loner, no one understands. He's kind of introverted and sticks to himself, but he has a heart of gold, heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like the ping- I, I, just I, like the penguin, and I love a lot of Tim Burton stuff, but uh, he 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 is he definitely ha- he definitely prefers a formula. Um. All right, and then last uh, our weird news for the week: uh, cockfight casualty. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a, a rooster kills a man at an illegal cockfight in India. Uh, according to the Associated Press, the rooster was a. Th- with the the rooster with a three inch knife attacked attached to its leg, panicked and cut a forty five year old Thangula Sadish, its owner, in the groin area during the fight near the village of Lathunor Telangana State. Uh, Satish was cut by the rooster's knife in his groin and started bleeding heavily. Police inspector B. Jeevan said Sunday the man died on his way to the hospital. So I mean it could have been his uh. There's a major artery that runs down there somewhere. Wow. You ever been to a cockfight, Bobby? Never. Never once. You know what? I, and uh, I've never been to a dog fight, which I think would have been more likely for me to have bumped into in my travels. Right. Um, but I'll tell you, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. You know, I've never I've never even heard of one being going on where in my vicinity of either flavor. So I talked to a guy one time. This is a weird story, but I talked to a guy one time that that, that used to fight dogs. And he had a very interesting take on it. I'm sure. Um, 
but he was like, so he, so one of the things, like, it, it, once again, like, I'm fascinated by, like, culture and, and shit like that. So, like, like little terminology. Like, you and I could talk in a code. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I give, like, I recommend this podcast to people I know, and and they'll be like, they, they'll get through the nerd weeks, and be like, this shit was funny as fuck, and then I get into, like, the news, or sometimes during the nerd weeks, if you guys start getting into the weeds on mm-hmm. something, and he's like, I don't, under-, it's like you're speaking, and I don't understand right, a word they're right. saying. You know, well, you put the three P universal on a regular ball peg, and what you're going to have is, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> um, right. But um, he would say, "Roll the dog," I mean, like fighting the dog. Mm-hmm. So like, he, like he would say, like you put the dog in a ring, and if the dog didn't want to roll, then you would back the dog out because there's like nobody would just let uh, another dog just destroy a dog. Like, right. You know, no one was there for that. There, if there was no fight in the dog, then you know, game over. The other thing he said is like. You know, he said he had like four or five dogs at one time, and sometimes if he was going to a fight, he would take like two dogs that he was going to fight that day. And he said, you know, the other ones, the three other dogs, would be like it would just like if you take if you had five dogs, you had five golden retrievers, and you were going out to fish, mm-hmm. and you only took two, and the other three are crying and whimpering because they want to go, they right, want right. they want to fish. He's like these dogs, they like to fight. Their prides and their praise, and like and and they. That when when I wouldn't take them, they would be depressed and they would get anxious and they would start biting at the fucking cages and shit and fuck their gums up or whatever. Mm. Like, um, so it was just an interesting thing. Like, of uh, like, of course, I think fighting a dog is wrong. Um, I have a soft spot for dogs. I'm the dog whisperer at at work. Every now and then oh. we encounter a dog on a mopping gig, and I, I gotta you know. Sometimes we gotta go through the back door of an entrance, and there's a dog that's around the back, and I, like I'm I'm usually sent to to calm the dog down, wrangle the dog. Yep. I love dogs. Um, I would never fight a dog. I don't condone fighting dogs, of course. But to hear a guy that was in it talk about it, I understood it in a way that wasn't, once again, it was in a gray area. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a monster. He wasn't a demon in, in the flesh. He was a dude, yeah. you know, and he made his money this way. And in his mind, he never did anything the dog didn't want to do. I would debate it, of course, but I, it was I'm sure pimps say similar things. Right, right, right. But it wasn't... It wasn't um, he never had to tell the dog get out there and do the you know the dog right was bred to do it. Hmm. Um, have you ever been to? Uh, have I ever explained the chicken drop to you before? No, I don't think so. So imagine a cool autumn morning in downtown Scottsboro, Alabama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a Monday. It's the first Monday of the month because okay. that's what they do first Mondays. Okay, it's like an outdoor flea market. All right, and they have chicken there. And let's just say they have. A, a section of the of the ground marked off, and let's just say it's about the size of this table. One, two, three, about four by four, four by four. So okay. there's sixteen squares. So you put the chicken in there. Is this the type of chicken that's got feathers on its feet? Because I don't fuck with them. I don't know. I don't know if it's they a, look, if they it, look wild. If it has to be, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know if it has to be a specific chicken. But there's sixteen chances. So 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 you're going to put money on this space, and I put money on that space. Uh-huh. And you know, people bet up the whole thing. Wherever the chicken shits, you win. And, and, and it's called and, a chicken drop, and possibly lose depending if it shits on the money. Well, you don't literally put the money. In there, oh, 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 but I'm saying oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this yeah, is spot betting. one, two, three. You, you're you. betting on the spot. It's called a chicken drop. That sounds like some. some you probably also stuff, some more probably also stuff. do that with toddlers or you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 babies. Yeah. Um, we do have a fair amount of questions this week. Um, Before we get into questions, I wanted to shout out Matt B, and okay. he'll know which one. He sent me a link to a Chrome add-on. I can. Used to block Pinterest from my searches. Oh no! Shit. I haven't tried it yet, but I've got it. I thought I've forgotten about it. I just thought about it. So thank you for sending me that. 
That's awesome. <laughs> so I can look at pictures without Pinterest ruining my life. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. like um, all right. So let's see. So this question uh, was uh, might have fucked up. Let me see here. Um, all right, I might have to come back to that. Um, let's get to this. Okay, so Paul C. Said though it's uh, though it's starting to look like Pietro's appearance in WandaVision may not be the link to bring the Fox X Men into the MCU as we had expected. This still remains to be unseen. Of course, we can still have some fun with this. Which parts of the Fox X Men movie series do you want them to keep and bring over into the MCU? For the first time ever, we probably have uh, the ability to pick and choose very specifically. With a multiverse scenario combined with the multiple reboots and recasts, we can go with specific iterations of characters. Which Professor X do you want? Which Magneto should we keep? Which stories should remain canon and thus be required uh, viewing for MCU completion? For once, we will need to take the good with the bad. What can completely? What can we? For once, we won't need to take the good with the bad. What can we completely choose? What stays? That's a good question. So. Part of the story, I think, uh, being 2021 and all, Magneto would realistically not have been in a concentration camp at this point. It, it Unless he's, right. you know, his his powers give him some sort of long life situation. So I think, I think uh, uh, Ian McKellen, correct? Yes. Would, would be... Would be out of the picture. Yeah, and I don't think he's in a he's in a, a health spot regardless. Sure, I mean he's. I would imagine he's in his eighties. Yeah. Um. You know, sir, cancer. I think he has cancer. I'm I think. not even sure about that. I think um, he does. And, uh, and and Sir Patrick, you know, I, I think is. Uh, I I don't know. I I love him in that role, but I, I think McAvoy does a good job in that role as well. Yeah, me you too. Know? And then I think, uh, uh, shit, his name escapes me at the moment. The person that plays Magneto, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his name, but the new guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I like, I like that guy. I, yeah. I, so I would take him as well. Um, here's the thing, Fassbender. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would take him. I would take McAvoy. Uh, I would actually take the the woman that played Storm. I actually, I liked her a bit a lot until mm-hmm. you know the story got away from him. I definitely want Ke- um, Kelsey Grammer in full beast makeup. Constantly, in yeah. You say it's not bad either, to be honest. I mean, but, I, I dug it. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be honest. There's, there's nothing. A, there's maybe with the exception of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I love enough about any of those X Men movies to say like my heart is broken if you don't take. Them. Sure. Like I'm okay with completely starting over, uh, and I think that may be. That may be the the move. I mean, I I enjoyed Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but it's the only Wolverine I've ever seen on the screen. Also, so it's kind of hard to say, you know, that's the winner. Um, and I th- I think just making that be the um, alternate universe, you know, yeah. And and listen, I think they could have some peek ins to these other worlds from yeah. time to time. Yeah, uh, you know, like what they're doing with WandaVision, obviously is. I think more of just a, a elbow to the ribs for us. <laughs> Look, fuck y'all. Yeah. Then, then actually opening, opening the the forbidden door, so to speak. Yeah, I think that like, uh, like I could like there's are there are so like there are things that I like about the old X Men movies. Like I like the original Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, Colossus both in 
Deadpool and in X2. Yeah. Uh, I like Matt, both Magnetos. I like both Professor X's. Um, I, I actually, I know people don't like her, so I would, so once again, I'm not heartbroken to lose her. Right. But I actually liked uh, the Game of Thrones chick as, as Jean Grey. It worked for me. Um, yeah, I wasn't mad at that. Um, you know, I liked Famke Jansen in the role. Um, yeah. You know, I liked Anna Paquin as, as Rogue. So her, I'm kind of, I could take her leave. She didn't. She never seemed southern enough. She for was me. never southern at all. Yeah. I think they they uh, <laughs> they Midwest washed her, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like. I, I never liked what they did with Angel. Nope. Always thought that was garbage. Yep, agreed. I um, mean, Bishop was in one. Mo- I'm just looking at your ex. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me you know, too. Uh, we Bishop was kind of a throwaway background character in, in Days of Future Past. I know you don't care for what they did with Cable. Yeah, well, I just, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's fine, but it's not, it's not like I'm certainly not married to that pot. I mean, l- let's be honest, the moneymaker's Wolverine, right? Right. So, so whatever they do with that, and and I don't think Hugh Jackman's up for the role anymore. I think, I, th- I think, I think the linchpin, and I've said that twice today, and I'm not sure that's a good word to use anymore. <laughs> I think the 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 cornerstone to this is who they cast for Wolverine. Yeah, you're probably right because. And if they keep Ryan, if it, they've committed, they're going to do Deadpool three, and it's going to be R rated. After that, if they use Ryan Reynolds in some sort of role with Deadpool in a Disney friendly ish, you know, and yeah. it, it could be, oh, look at the camera. Well, you know what I want to say, <laughs> but I can't say it. Right, and then have you know a Wolverine and Deadpool comedy action movie. I think has legs. I, there's there's so much stuff, and there's so much stuff they haven't touched. You know, here, um, Dazzler, for example. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, there's just Wasn't a million stories. Like a, a proper singer supposed to do Dazzler, Lady Gaga and her dogs. No, no but I'm telling you, I, I'm pretty sure they were going to cast someone as Dazzler, and it was like Britney Spears or like there was some it was some singer. I, I, it's not Britney Spears, I don't think, but it was somebody. But they didn't use. No, was she was she in a movie at some point as like a background? Psylocke sounds somewhat familiar. Psylocke, that that the uh, Olivia Munn. Olivia look, Munn looked great. Oh, she looks great, but they didn't flesh it out at all. Yeah, and I'm not sure she can act. She's done a couple things, but it's never anything. Uh, she's a super fan, also, which was kind of heartbreaking that she right. got used in the way she does. She right. she did because she she loves all this shit. Yeah, um, it's not personal with it. It's not. No, it's not. I. I think that character has a lot of, of, of legs, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to the 92 swimsuit edition. Um, talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. I honestly... I don't, I'm don't. i just going to say it. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to keep a fucking thing. I want a fresh okay. start. That's fair. Like I, I agree that there are some things that could work. There are some people that were cast well. There are others that were cast poorly. There are some people that were treated well. There were others that were treated poorly. My whole thing is just a fresh start. How long do you think it is before they just say, you know what, let's just start over. New Iron Man, new Captain America, new Thor. I think you think it's 10 years? You'll have to see the movie start failing. Once the box office sales so, are, are are start dwindling, yeah. then they'll say, "All right, time. We're going to take a time off. Mm-hmm. We're going to reboot in five years." Well, so right now we've got what are we in phase four or five? I think four. It's every Avengers movie, right? 
so like phase one is basically Avengers one, phase two is Avengers two, phase three is Infinity War and then Endgame. Yeah. So I think, I think we're, we're in phase in four. four. I think. The thing is that the, so you know the 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 girl who's gotten her powers through Wandavision. Is it Quasar? It's not Quasar. What's her mm, name? Mm-hmm. I forget. Her Photon. Name. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry for whatever your name is. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting. Uh, she's, I think, going to be part of whatever's next. I think Captain Marvel is going to continue. Yeah. I think they're going to continue. Very cosmic. You know, the Guardian stuff. Fantastic I, Four. Fantastic Four. I think. I think we're going to get into the 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 Nova Corps and all that because of. I mean, they've been mentioned. Yeah. You know, the Guardians is in space again, right. and Thor's involved in that. So yep. I think we're going to get a lot more of a cosmic, yeah, off-world... Right. Uh, so what do you think that means for the big bad? Galactus? I mean, who else is that? It's uh, Maybe Annihilus. Or, um, Annihilation. Or um, well, what's his name? The, uh, well, if the, if the Fantastic Four are involved, you think Doom would be involved in some capacity. Um, which I, I'd be interested to see what a take on that would look like. But Fantastic Four, yeah, it could be, it could be, it could be. I mean, you know, the sur- the surfer could could come in and be yeah, a big part cosmic. of that. Could be a way to to tie. So so I'm gonna I, say Galactus then. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm gonna lean into because Galactus is a big Fantastic Four villain. Also, mm-hmm. um, we're going super cosmic, right? I'm gonna say Galactus. Um, and then you know, I think they're gonna play that arc out, and maybe they'll start peppering in the X Men stuff. Maybe they're gonna explain where all these people have been all this time. Maybe it's just all of a sudden there's gonna be you know the mutant gene is discovered. Maybe the snap created the mutant. So gene. I always thought that would be a cool way to do it. Is mm-hmm. it the snap inherited the? And or they, maybe Wanda turned on. I mean, they've still got that card to play. Yeah, yeah Wanda yeah. turned on all the mutants. Yeah, like what if at the at the end of this next episode she was like, I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, or something like that. Like so, and like they shot it the same way that the the panel is shot. You know, mm-hmm. from the book, but it's instead of no more mutants, it's more more mutants, please. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, but I I also think that like I'm getting the impression, uh, like it would be such a bummer if another ten years before we even start thinking about mutants, that would be a real fucking bummer. Yeah, but I am getting the impression that even you talking about it is starting to make sense for me and click for me that like it does make sense to just go more cosmic now and 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 if you want to do doom or some shit on the next big bad mm-hmm. after galactus then that's when you could bring an x-men yeah. and have it make a little bit more sense so let's let's I mean, just, magneto could be a big bad he could be he could definitely be Let, let's plot this out though so looking at the phoenix way phoenix could be a big phoenix bad phoenix could be a big big bad for sure let's let's look at the 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 galactus right so galactus is your your in your in game of this arc right so who are his heralds that you that they could have as their semi big bads as they build up? Oh, yeah. The surfer, the dark surfer. Yeah. Um, um, and I'm just not super familiar with. I don't know. I, I, I th- who his um, his acolytes are or whatever. I don't know either, to be honest. I'm but, a little lost on that side of it. So, but there's also I mean there's plenty of cosmic villains. Uh, I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head, but like. There's that one gold dude who's got like the horns, almost like very stepping. I know who you're talking about because the toy rotted on shelves. Yeah, for a long time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's got like the Omega up. sign on his yeah, chest yeah, yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit. Um, they might do something with him. I don't know. Yeah, he's he just made a resurgence in the comics. I think recently too. Oh. I don't know. Um, it's a good question, Paul. Yeah, for sure. Kind of went off the rails there, but hopefully, shared some info, some insight. Yeah. So uh, this is from... Oh, one more thing. I'd be interesting to see if they somehow tie Storm in 
to the Black Panther story now. Yeah, that would be cool. Wow, but she's gone. That's I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Such a bummer. Gone with the wind. Rest in peace. Oh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I think that um, yeah, just rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. It's a shame. It's a real fucking shame. It really shame. is. Um, good afternoon. So I've got to say that a few years ago, this is from, I want to say this, this is from Brian. You going to read that whole thing? I think so. If you need a break, I can, I can take it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm pretty good at reading. I'll say this. <laughs> he wrote this email, mm-hmm. and if he thought in a million years that I would respond to this in text, he's out of his mind. And that's no disrespect to you, Brian. Best, best. So did he send this in as, a, as a, an just NRR a, question? Or no. This is a, I was like, look, I'll answer this tomorrow on okay. NRR. I got you. Um. So I don't even know if he listens to NRR, but he's going to start this week if he wants to answer this Well, you question. could reply and just tell him that. I hey. did. I did. Okay, great. Um, but Brian, shout out to you. Thanks for writing. Um, uh, this is your first time listening to this, so you may not know how the way that we joke around here. Don't take it personal. It's just an range. Yes. So he said, good afternoon. So I've got to say that a few years ago as I was pursuing, uh, I thought this was kind of funny, per- perusing through YouTube, watching Transformer videos, every once in a while, one of yours would pop up. I quickly cl- clicked away. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. I wonder if it's when you were the little box. Yeah. The little box. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, But they kept popping up, and eventually I started watching a few, and I guess they were okay. (laughs) See, the tricky thing is is that if I like a figure, I want justification that my my opinion is right. So I want you to praise it. If I don't like a figure, my personal ego wants you to trash it. I think this is a truism for most people. Luckily, since I am aware of it and you seem to give honest opinions, I think a respect was born. I also had three daughters at the time. Ooh, that doesn't sound great. Oh, maybe he's got more. He's probably had more, Chris. Let's look at it that way. Yes. Half full, Bobby. So I thought that was cool as well. But I was also at the time uh, a hardcore Takara only guy, and I thought that 3P, while sometimes neat, was at best inferior and at worst slimy, dishonest theft of my beloved Transformers. (laughs) Fair enough. Sometimes it is just that. Um... (laughs) But I have to say that every so often, I was intrigued. The car bots are my favorite masterpieces, and I love the idea that even though the original toy Stunicons were smaller, they should truthfully be of the same scale. So I was tempted when they were announced and breakdown scaled perfectly with Sideswipe and Sunstreaker. And it was actually your video about Crack Up that put me over the edge, and I bought them. It was just something about a lull in Takara, mixed with the price point, mixed with the intrigue, mixed with the backstory of the price being low because he attempted knockoff. It all came together at the right time. And I have to say, I loved it. I got all... That's a fantastic piece by the way like that's one of keith's best would you say that's keith's masterpiece i, I would say it is <laughs> i would say it is an example of something where it's all cracked it's all it's cracked up to be you know what I mean? nice at least I, it, it, if i hadn't stumbled over my words there it would have been fucking oh, better man. um anyway uh i've got all five now and i love that they exist but also all five of them are broken in some way or another <laughs> so that lessens the magic a bit I confess that I confess that I'm a fiddler, and whenever I get free, uh, get a free couple minutes, I like to flip them back and forth. So some of that is my doing. Anyway, one of my favorite things about 3P now is just how different two things trying to do the same thing can be. Take Breakdown, where X Transbots has the arms come out of the guts of the car, DX9 from the hood, fans toys from the back, or drag strip where the front, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, three quick questions. First, you mentioned in one of your videos something like, we found out the true size of the Stunicons is fan toy size. I generally agree with this. I was just wondering where the source of the justification was. General opinion, uh, official size chart, more evidence evidence one way or the other. It will always be uh, contested in some way or another, even by just myself. I want, it, I want Robot Breakdown to be the same size as Sideswipe. I also think Breakdown should be about fan toy's height next to Megatron. So, 
Um, scale is in the eye of the beholder. I'll say that because there's 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 no there's no way to really judge it. There have been people that have created non-official size charts. Shout out to Mike. Um, that are based off of cartoon imagery that is the most consistent. They're also supposed to be the same size as the Stunicons, Combaticons, or the bots are supposed to be the same size as the Devastator bots. And the Devastator bots, we do have official scale for. So like that's how you can start piecing together scale if you want some sort of blueprint to try to have some Bible. Truth is, it's all over the fucking place because it was drawn by humans, and humans are fallible. And they didn't care. Correct. Um, so if it works for you, then it works for you. Is the, is the beauty of it? Sure. It's just that I kept saying that I thought they were scaled wrong. The the the, the fans toys and DX nine ones, and people kept writing like you're you're wrong, you know. And then I looked into it, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I see. You're yeah, right. right. More often than not, they are that size, not the X Transbot size. So I'm just leaning on the side of of majority. Where the bots have been shown. Okay, secondly, actually more of an observation. I have to give credit to Fans Toys for making their best effort to actually mimic the back of the cartoon models as well. Smokey has a weird X shape. Spoiler uh, has his. Well, spoiler in the right place. Uh, it's not perfect, but I think it's an extra step that I don't that I think is super cool. And wondering why you don't often point it out. To your credit, you kind of do point it out, at least in terms of cleanliness, but uh, with the versus Beachcomber. So the reason why is because honestly, I don't care. I don't care. Like, um, I'm not the guy that's like uh, looking for cartoon accuracy for the specifically for the back of the robot. I don't give a shit. That's why I don't point it out. And I don't. I don't mean that to be like you know uh, like a flippant or anything. I'm just honestly, it is of no importance to me. Right. And I don't even know what they look like at the back of it in the cartoon because um, I don't. I'm not generally looking for things to look like the cartoon. I'm looking for things to look like they were inspired by the cartoon. Right. Um, third, do you have any knowledge about Robo Toy Base? I'm trying to pick up a few past figures, and they're the only ones that seem to have them, like Sheridan, Rogue King, and Barada. I think it's weird that it seems every other place is sold out, and are they reputable? I have heard of them. I haven't heard anything bad about them. However, I, I do operate under the golden rule of if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Let me give it a, a personal example of this. I just recently stumbled across a Bishojo statue that's pretty much sold out everywhere. And it was being sold by a, a toy store, an online toy store called Badass Collectibles, which sounds sketchy as fuck. However, when I first started getting into like higher-end collectibles, my wife bought a bunch of my Play Arts Kai from them. So they're, so they, they, they're proper. I've had a little bit of correspondence with them since. So I bought this thing that they had in stock. They sent me a um, invoice, you know, like afterwards, like you know, thank you for your purchase. Here is your order number. Here is the Bishojo you bought. Uh, you should hear from us in seven days with tracking. Blah 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 blah. Never heard anything else from them. Three weeks. Hmm. Three weeks later, I wrote them. Two weeks go by, nothing. I wrote them again. Two weeks go by, nothing. Opened up a claim with PayPal. Just got my money back this past weekend for something I purchased back in January. Hmm. So this was a Bishojo of uh, Bride of Chucky. They had it for like one thirty on their mm-hmm. website. It's on eBay for about three hundred. Wow! It sounded too good to be true. 
Guess what? It was. It was. So, I mean, I pulled their webs, this website up. He was talking about, I'm not familiar with them. That doesn't mean anything. And honestly, I'm so out of the loop. I don't even know, like, this is for Fans Toys Goose 189. Is that is that about retail? That's high. Okay. Well, it's out of print also. Right. 169 for the Magnum. Oh, five ninety nine for that. Yeah, I mean that thing's huge, and I don't know what shipping's like either. You may be paying another hundred bucks to ship this stuff. I mean, look, here's the deal: if you've got, if if, if tying up your money for six weeks isn't going to put you in a pinch, pay with PayPal. Yeah, and you know you Throw get your money. On it. You get your money back. They do also have the the Rouge Chest Upgrade Kit. If, oh, yes. if that's what you're into. Yes. Um. So yeah, I would say I would say that's a that's the best advice. Throw the dice on it. Um, use PayPal. Use something that you can trust to get your money back. Pay goods and services, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, and if it doesn't come through, but the, the fact is, if they do have these things in stock, but they are being offered at a higher price, mm-hmm. now it's no longer too good to be true. Right now, it might be true. It might be true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's good. And, and by the way, thank you for writing in. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't answer all that, but I just couldn't type all that shit out, especially about the scale stuff. Sure. Um, and welcome to the show. And welcome to Nerve Rage. <laughs> Hope it's not your last episode. That's right. Um, so uh, KFC wrote us again this week. Nice. Yep. And he said, hey, guys, simple question this week. Do you think we would ever get a video form on the, uh, on the podcast or maybe even clips? Keep up your work. So it's something we have talked about. Uh, so the so only problem is um, the mask. The mask. So, I mean, it's funny because I knew that was in, in the hopper and I was looking around here. We could shoot it basically from behind the you. shoulder, yeah, yeah. So I would like to do something for three hundred, um, you know, that we have coming up. In, Sparta, uh, yeah, you know, to Sparta. Yes, 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 yes. That I think you, you know what's a quick divergence. Uh, there's a Kanye lyric. It was like yeah. It's like in every fucking movie trailer ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> in in that he says. Uh, 300 like the Romans. And I'm like, wrong? Yeah. It irritates me. It's like nails on a chalkboard every time. Um, That's like when Warren G says, what's next, what's next, what's N-X-E-T. Like, how <laughs> yes. many people We're in the booth like that, in the like, engineer room? Like, I don't know how to spell it either, dog. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it would be one thing if it was like, because like, I think they're all like Crip affiliated, if it was like some weird play on a, on a on trying to take a C out or something. like, But, but like, it's not. But it's not. Or K. Sometimes they take the K out and replace it with a C, like to be like, guess who's back, B-A-C-C. Uh-huh. You know, like, but it's not that. It's clearly a typo in word form. <laughs> um. Anyway, we did our Death Row show on Patreon for Bobby Book about this month. It just published yesterday. Interesting. It was an interesting route of travel for me because I don't venture down that road. How do, how, wow. Okay. I'll email it to you. You should. Um. So, uh, what, what else? Uh, there was another. Well, oh, he was so asking about <clears throat> KFC. KFC. So some. Yeah. Keith. So, uh, it's not a yes, but it's not a no. Correct. Correct. I would like to. I just don't want to wear a mask for We've two just really three hours. Get Bobby off the show, and then we can <laughs> yeah. do video. Yeah. I, I, like because some. And the, the the unfortunate thing is sometimes like, uh, some of the gags like when I'm listening to back and going for like greatest hit stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I know that moment is all about the facial expression. Right. You know, and we can't, we can't. Like when it. Joe quits because my jokes are so bad. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so uh, this is from Joe S. He said, for the uh, for the NRR crew, sup, fellow nerds. Sorry I couldn't come up with a question from the other guy's question from the question Inception style, so on <laughs> and so forth. I ordered KFC 
many ways you've already you've already done the Inception, sir. There you have. I ordered KFC's Dicka since who knows when or if we're getting a Fans Toys one anytime soon. It came in Saturday and I opened it Sunday. It it came packed in tank mode and I planned on going from tank to jet to robot. I was watching Bobby's video working to jet mode. Something hits me because something doesn't look right. Turns out the whole section his head is on is missing. <laughs> Two inches of nothing, so to speak, is staring at me. How does that happen? That leads me to my oh, question. Man. What is the weirdest, oddest thing that has been missing or misassembled on a figure, statue, whatever, that makes you go, huh? What the fuck? How would that even make it through? Um, <laughs> oh, they well they, they the podcast stay well. They switched to menthols at the factory, and everybody was. That's what happened. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I haven't had too many. So uh, I'll tell you the um, the just recently looking at Joel W's firmament, which is the dive bomb from that super stylized Predaking yeah, set. Yeah, it doesn't have a ratchet in his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm I'm reviewing it. I don't watch other people's reviews, right? Right. So I'm reviewing it, and I get to that part, and I'm like, "That's gonna be a pro- this is gonna be a problem, <laughs> right?" You think it's floppy? And then like I'm looking through the comments of like the email comments, and it's like, and it's like, "Mine has a mine has a regiment, mine has a regiment, mine has a regiment, mine has a regiment." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So you got a you got a bad one. I, I can't. I'm sure I've had something that, that's that's happened. But nothing immediately comes to mind that's just, you know, I've had stuff like literally break out of the box. Yeah. But I haven't had anything that's like missing, like, <laughs> I just broke missing ahead. something recently out of the box. It was uh, that Huntress Bishojo. I got a replacement. Um, I almost didn't get a replacement just because I, I didn't pursue it because I, I did break it. Yeah. Um, but like the, where the, the pole, so to speak, fits in her hand, mm-hmm. it's too tight. I remember, I remember you showing me that, that and it, it was and broken. It snapped, and uh, BBTS contacted me about something unrelated. Hey, why well, I got you? And, and I was like, hey, they were like, actually, do you, do you have anything else? And uh, they were contacting me because I think. So it's a weird thing, uh, not to get too much of a deep dive into it, but like my credit card style has changed, where like now it has a chip, mm-hmm. but like in, in like the letter, the numbers aren't on the front of the card anymore. Yeah, yeah they've changed a lot of that stuff. Around. Oh, okay, so like. Apparently they really want it because I but I, I got the new card mm-hmm. and I look at my old card I'm like oh this expires next year I'll just keep this one to next year well apparently that's not okay and right. at a certain point they just cancel your old card and it's up to you to activate the new card. Long story short, it brought me to BBTS giving me a phone call saying hey what's going on right um so I I, I sorted all that out with them and they're like you know <clears> thank <throat> you et cetera et cetera thank you for your for your patronage yes yeah. yes yes and they were like is there anything else we can do for you and I was like funny you should ask. And I mentioned it, and they sent me a replacement. But I just broke that one recently. I'm trying to think about like just like just critical QC stuff. I don't think I've had anything too nuts. Knock on wood. Um, I mean, I've had. I think the most sur- missing paint apps. I mean, that's probably yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the biggest surprise I ever received was uh, oh, I had a Marvel Legend. I feel like one time where the paint was entirely like off center. Like you could tell where the sculpt of the eyes was, but the eye paint was like sitting below it. Uh-huh. Like, I've seen that several times. Yeah, I had one of those once. Yeah, I'll tell you that one of the biggest surprises I ever had was getting that Play Arts Kai Superman mm-hmm. Man of Steel out of the box and like just looking at it, like, oh, this is not what the promotional pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's always disappointing. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think that's it. But that nothing that can top yours. That's that's tragic. Hopefully, your retailer helped you out on that. Yeah. Uh, Could you imagine if you're the guy? It's like, hey, I need you to take apart one of these KFC tank things and. 
<laughs> or do they just send you a new? I would imagine Keith is having a ton of issues. I'm, remind me to tell you something about Keith at the end of the show. Okay. Um, Michael P. Takashi 69 headphones. So this was interesting. It's not really a question, but I, I, it was interesting, so I wanted to include it. So shout out to Michael P. He said, hey, all I'm listening to the show that dropped earlier this morning, and you were talking about the Takashi doc. I thought I'd mention this in case you were interested, and it's probably in the documentary anyway, but it's not, by the way. Takashi had this $5 million headphone deal with Tunes Audio that Tunes pulled out of in 2018 because of the shit he had going on. Hmm. However, Tunes had already made a shitload of the headphones, and they decided to sell them basically for nothing to get out from under them. I found out right when it happened and bought a pair of the headphones, and they are amazing. Uh, at what? least, uh, and he said, um, um, you know, and then he had like a, a, a some some more information for us. But I just thought that was interesting about the headphones. I never heard of that. I never heard of Tunes Audio. Yeah, but he said they're great. Like he actually, uh, he actually said some more information that I and I just don't know if he wants that information out publicly. So I will share that with you after the show too. Um, so this is from Nathan D. He said, "Hey dudes, I know y'all don't have much, if any, hands in the pot when it comes to chug stuff." But I've noticed a lot of people complaining about the new Studio Series 86 Hot Rod being too small. He is in scale with the rest of the line and is very well engineered, but people bring it up every time there's a conversation about the figure. However, they also seem to skim over the fact that the engineering on the figure wouldn't have been done the same had they chose to make him a deluxe. Saying all that to ask, does size really matter when it comes to figures for you? Like, if you get a figure that is super well engineered, and if it's scale-wise with other Transformers but is more expensive than other things on the market or similar size... Do you feel justified? I've been debating this for a while with other collectors, as I personally will always be willing to pay more for a better product rather than a bigger one. So I do agree with you there. I, I definitely agree. So so I have now owned, I don't know why, the hot from the, the, the quote-unquote studio series, which to me means nothing anymore. <laughs> because I, so, so the hot rod, I think, is probably one of the best chugs I've ever dealt with. Agreed. The blur is is literally just a remold of something they've used before, and I think is trash. Mm-hmm. The cup is very disappointing, but it actually does the job. But at ten dollars more, it would have been great. I think it would if they had if they had priced that twenty dollar figure a thirty dollar figure like Hot Rod. Oh, okay. I think it would have been a phenomenal not phenomenal figure. The Jazz that I just brought for you today, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's a it's a chug jazz. Now is that priced at thirty dollars? No, those are twenty. So the only one that's priced at thirty dollars is Hot Rod. It's Hot Rod, and he's See, the only one that doesn't come with the syrup cup. And he's the one where he's 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 where they should be operating at thirty dollars. I think why people are saying that that figure should be bigger is purely based on the on the price. And I think mm. and I think that they're looking at it wrong. Yes. However, I think that the price should be lower for that figure. I don't think that. So I think that so. The other chug shit, mm-hmm. I think, is too much for twenty dollars. Right, and then like that, like chug shit used to be like a deluxe used to be like fourteen. Fourteen, bucks. and Marvel Legends used to also be fourteen dollars. That's true so. too. That's and true I, too. I think it's just they moved their base price point. Yes. Well, not their because they still make the little MicroMaster shit, but yes, no, one hundred percent. I I agree, but I just I feel like if you look at like where Black Series is operating and you look at where Legends are operating and all that, like to me. Uh, G.I. Joe Classified is another mm-hmm. perfect example. And, and, and both with Classified and Transformers, you're not paying a license fee. I think that both of uh, of those lines should be operating where that hot rod is at 20 bucks. Like, that seems all right to me. Like, the 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 Classified Destro, the Marvel Legends, the Black Widow, the 
the Star Wars, Nihilus, and the Hot Rod all seem like one company making a $20 thing across different franchises. Right. Whereas the Blur does seem less than. And uh, and I think so. I think the, pr- the problem with the Hot Rod is the price for that product. And he was saying that the $20 standard is, is a lower standard. And I, but I would say that that's the problem. Right. Nonwithstanding to what you said, and I completely agree with you, yeah. if they had made that the cup a $30 figure and used the same care that they did on the – because it appears to be a brand-new mold. Yeah. I, I, I may be wrong. The same amount of care in, that they did on the, the hot rod, I would have very happily – I don't collect the line to speak of. I'm just right, checking right. this stuff out because it's literally the pocket of the Transformers fandom that I enjoy is the movie. Yeah, so I could take that and, but I, I could take that and I agree with you there too. Mm-hmm. But I could take that and extrapolate it and say I'd probably, I mean, don't tell anybody, but I'd probably spend thirty dollars for some of these legends. I mean, um, uh, Marvel Legends, yeah, and, and Black Series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, I mean, what if what if you could get so hands? We're not hey, doing this all hey, the time, hey, right? So so your guy your guy with two swords comes with trigger fingers, right? <laughs> So hands and and you know uh, what if you know there's a twenty dollar um, Red Guardian figure since they just are re releasing a two pack of a right. movie that's still gonna come out right but for thirty dollars you get a Red Guardian with toe a toe pivot and yeah you know a couple extra hands and shit yeah gladly I don't know. gladly uh, sign me up for that I pay for that in a minute but then again you look at Hot Rod <laughs> if you take away all the shit he comes with that's you know the saw blade and the, the effects and the Matrix. Just him with the two guns is that a thirty? Is that a twenty dollars figure? Because I don't need all that shit. Right to me, it is, but I don't think that's what you're paying for either. I think they I just, they just they, they, I think the they, parts they, count is higher. And they just I, I think it. they wanted to make it seem more valuable, and they was like, "Oh, we have this shit laying around, just pop yeah. a mold." Agreed. Yeah. Thank you for the question, though. Um, but that 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 is, I think, the way people feel about that figure is complicated to explain. I was on did the Patreon Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. uh, and like that topic came up. And it was very hard, so to speak, so to speak, to uh, to speak to say. It's very mm-hmm. hard to say what I want to say now. To be fair, but it, it's it's very it was very hard to express my thoughts on it. I think it is a good figure. I think it is of the same quality of their other lines, which I don't feel like Transformers usually is. I think it's the baseline of where they should be operating. Therefore, I think it is ten dollars too expensive. Um, yeah, That's, uh, and 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 subsequently, their other shit is now even if it's twenty bucks, is five dollars too expensive. You know what I mean? Quite possibly. Um, and, well, that and I think that Grimlock that comes with the non non movable wheelie to speak of uh-huh. is I think it's either forty five or fifty dollars. Really. I think I think it's somewhere. It's in between forty and fifty. Yeah, it's big. I mean, it's a big unit. Okay, and, I'm looking forward to digging yeah. in, so to speak, to the big unit. Um, <laughs> Joe S. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. He said, "Hey, gents, quick question. This just came in. As a grown man, what's worse to get into, a fist fight or a tickle fight? Keep up the great works. Um, it depends on who's tickling. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a lot of variables there. Um, and it depends on who's punching, also." Yeah. Well, if, if a guy walks up to you in a bar and is like, hey, fist fight or tickle fight? <laughs> hmm. I'm going to fist fight. I'm probably going to just start punching this dude. Yeah, I'm going to. For asking. Yeah, I would say it's 
I would say both are pretty bad to get into with this, unless it's with a, a you know the lady you get a little tickle fight with. There the you lady. go. If it's with a grown ass man or, or or someone that you're attracted to, I should sure, say. Sure, sure, sure. Getting back to that brave new. But world. if it's one of your children, I'd probably suggest tickle fight. Yes, 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 not yes. <laughs> I just come out like, what happened? I'm like, I fucked my kids up, dude. They yeah, can't fight yeah, for shit. They can't. They don't get their hands up at all. <laughs> now clean yourself up. <laughs> um, Dinner's in ten minutes. Yeah. Don't uh, tell your mom. And uh, that's it. Oh, the one thing about Keith I was going to bring up. So I had a brief correspondence with Keith proper. Nice. And I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, I will be 100% transparent about it, as I have been in the past with such things. Uh, But I will tell you what my intentions are. And I'll tell the world, you know, what my intentions are. My intentions are to help give feedback as to where he should be focusing his efforts, both in terms of quality and in terms of choices, mm-hmm. of pieces. And uh, simultaneously, if it does evolve into something, let me be 100% clear. I don't need shit early. I don't need the pre-productions. I don't give a shit about any of that. If he wants to go that route with me, I will do it. I have some stipulations for it. Um, I, on that note, that seems to have dried up across the board. Agreed. That used to Agreed. be a thing, you know. Tolerant pain tolerances may vary. Yes, I can. And 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 I'm glad you agreed because I don't know. I don't watch. Yeah, no, I, or any of those guys yeah, anymore. I, you don't see to, too much to know. of the pre-production stuff. Every now and like, uh, there are a few players that still definitely are are in, but it's more so with distributors, less so with the companies. Right. Right. And but but so this is my thing. If if he does like, I, I one of the things for me is that like I will need a exact video probably or picture photograph instruction manual mm-hmm. because I want to make sure that I have it 100% right to Correct. give you the proper feedback. Um, or at least a video of somebody doing it. So you, Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, and then I will just say, like, I'll give recommendations. So he reached out to you? Yes. Through an intermediary or just emailed you? Uh, initially through an intermediary. Intermediary. Yes, and now and now a consigliere of yes, sorts. Yes. A Silvio Dante of sorts. Yes, of sorts. Um, and what and whoever uh and whoever played it, who was the Godfather guy that was like the Irish guy that was like the adopted son that was basically the consigliere. Uh, it's like know. a it's like a big actor. Like, yeah, um, I, I, I say, see his face right now. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I want to say Dustin Hoffman. No, it's not it's Dustin not Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Um, doesn't matter, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll see where it goes. It may, no, it may, it may go nowhere. It may go somewhere. M- my goal with it is they have found themselves in a specific, uh, predicament. I feel like these days with quality control issues, price control issues mm-hmm. and, um, selection and selection. And if I could help guide any of that, Keith, if you're listening, he wants the rest of these headmasters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's where this is going to go. I'm pretty much up for any headmaster out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and I think that's all I got. Do you have anything else? I don't think I do, Bobby. Shout out to the Cool Table. If you listen to this and you have a podcast, you're on it as far as I'm concerned. And shout out to the rest of the Nerve Rage team. Unfortunately, Joe, who couldn't make it here today, who has empty headphones. It's kind of sad. It is. Um, it is. You should take a this, picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a picture of it. It's very sad. Um, but uh, shout out to Joe. I, I'm sorry that he had to work today. And shout out to Marilyn Phil helping us with our notes. And on Twitter, Dante the Destroyer helping us with Facebook and uh, and and guest appearances here and there. That's right. And Oh, I'm going to be appearing on 
on off what's off the mats. Off the mats. We're gonna have a nice. wrestling oh, conversation. That be interesting. Yeah. So we're recording. I think next weekend. I'm not allowed to see. Actually, on next week's verbally challenged. Yeah, I believe. I like Jose. I, li- I like Jose as an interviewer. I think he, he does a really good. Gets job. you to. He makes you feel very comfortable. And you already st- recorded. Yes, and start talking about shit. I'm like, I'm not sure if I should have said that, but you know, it's okay. We'll see. Um, and uh, shout out to Raul with Instagram. Shout out to uh, Gort and uh, Annie. Help me with the four stuff. Although I haven't been doing Force Friday, I'll, I'll do it if something comes up that needs to be talked about. Um, and and uh, and and Esteban on the IG for for sense of course, and I think that's it. Yes, with that tasty tank tight deck player.